welcome to another episode of The Flank. I'm joined by Patrick Price, a.k.a. Aches. We got Chris Duarte, a.k.a. Parasite. And then, of course, we got the one and only Mr. Ben Janaseem. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Crazy day of Call of Duty. All the matches were insane today. They were crazy today. How are you guys feeling? Uh, it, was a, it was a fun day, Tom, obviously, for those Philly fans out here. I think they're probably feeling pretty good. Yeah, the Eagles the got the dub today. The Philly Optic fans out there, pretty good. I know the Thieves players, the Philly Thieves. They're all feeling good. Uh, Tom, I got to be honest. Do you think this was probably one of the best day of online matches? I mean, I, I think it's here? one of the best days. I thought today was crazy. Today was insane. Just every match just felt like it was a nail-biter, got you out of your seat. Um, and we're get, it was the last day going into Major 2, going into Boston as well. So just to end on a day like this online, uh, I'm excited, man. I'm really excited for Boston. We'll take a look at the bracket, too, going into Boston at the end of the show after we cover the matches. But crazy day, man. Chris, how are you, man? How you doing, Chris? Doing pretty good. Uh, just watch the matches. I mean, it was it was an interesting day. My predictions this whole split have been in shambles. Yeah, I feel like every time I give credit for a team doing something well, they turn around, they shit the bed. Every time I predict the team's gonna win, they turn around, they shit the bed too. Mm -hmm. So it's been an interesting, it's hard, interesting bro. league. It's, I mean, it is a very talented league. So when we do predictions, it's kind of a toss up sometimes, but. I mean, it depends who's playing, but when you have two top teams going at it, it's hard. Ben, or sorry, not Ben, Pat. How are you, Pat? How are you, I'm man? I'm great. I'm great, Tom. I'm great. You know, aside from getting to see you guys in a few days in, in, in the cold-ass state of Massachusetts. Yeah, it's going to be fucking cold. I am I, I'm great. Uh, also got news today, Tom, that, um, you know, some people been... Uh, some people, something for something. Some people have been asking for. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll give you a little preview, Tom, because we know we're gonna get you in the in the medium. Of course, I'll pull of it course. up for you. I'll pull it up for you. Oh, uh, this is good guys. These won't. These won't. This. These won't arrive until uh, the uh, Texas major, but. Uh, oh, you know, we're working on a little something. Look something. We're at probably that. Gonna do, probably gonna do Slayer instead on the top. <laughs> but hey, listen, blow it up, sure. I'm done. They're gonna, they gonna be oh, they gonna fire, be ready bro. for uh, <laughs> they gonna be ready for uh, for for the Texas major in case anybody wants one. So take the EG logo off. You got a deal. Wait, why? I'm an evil genius, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you do got the, the do got the EG jersey on there. Is that the world championship pat right there? Is that what that yes, is right there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like that, Pat. I like that little plug there from Patrick Price before we get the show going. Don't want to waste any more time. I see we hop right into it and start talking about these matches, man. First match of the day. With the uh, Minnesota go. Rocker going up against the Seattle Surge. We got Mercado Hardpoint, Embassy S D, Hotel Control, Hotel Hardpoint. Fortress, search and destroy. Let's talk about the vetoes first, gentlemen. Anything uh, on the vetoes that caught your eye? Thought maybe uh, could have gone different here in the vetoes. What do you think? No, Tom. Uh, as Donnie said yesterday, don't play Seattle on Fortress. Pred is ninety nine, so I'm not surprised that Minnesota got that the f out of there. The one surprising yeah. thing for me is that Mercado was in the series, and we have yet to see Rocker play this map at all. So I was just interested to see how they were going to do in it. But I mean, as you can see, they they came out firing on all cylinders on this map. Yeah, Minnesota, honestly, uh, from the get-go, came out uh, and started chaining hills. Uh, it was early. At the P3 hard point, Minnesota was able to lock down a full 60. Just a clean rotation, a four dead. You can see it on your screen now. For the whole, for, for the first half of this game, even going into the second rotation, Seattle Surge cannot get to a hard point. They got out-rotated on almost every single hill this map. Minnesota Rocker did a really good job, in my opinion, just staying ahead of rotation. And it really started here. They got a full 60. On this P3, uh, P3 hard point. And you see going into the P4, they work through parking lot. They work some trades. 
they were able to win the gunfights over at new as well as well as getting that top green control so they changed a couple hills early and they start blowing them out fast but pal what did you think about the about the map about the map one minnesota uh, rocker came out and uh and took care of business. It wasn't even close. I mean, look, they beat him look, to every Tom. rotation today. Yeah, 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 I called this yesterday. Uh, I thought the Seattle, the win they got was an absolute fluke. Um, it was just one of those series where we saw Pred and and Sib just go off uh, and carry the other two to victory. And then today we got typical Seattle. Uh, Pred was the only one that was shooting straight whatsoever. Um, the rest of them all shit the bed. Um, we've talked about Sib and his inconsistencies before, but honestly, it's all of them. It's it's all three of those guys um, outside of Pred, in my opinion. And yeah, they shit the bed. And this is what happens when this Seattle surge team just has this many inconsistent players who shit the bed. Um, I obviously think Sib has incredible upside, um, but but I don't know. I kind of want to revisit the convo we had yesterday because I absolutely am, am more confident than ever that this Seattle team, if they want to be a successful team this year, they have to make a change. I know they just got a second, but dude, th this team is just like, you can't have people throwing up point fives randomly in series. Cause yeah, it, 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 true. They, they really suck in search. And then it's just like, okay, well maybe they have some inconsistent respawns and stats. Don't tell the whole story. Who cares? These guys are getting Kentucky fried. The word to Don, they need more consistent <laughs> slayers on this roster. And for me, Tom, mm -hmm. I mean, losing a rocker in a game one, seals the deal. Oh. Seattle Surge need to blow this up. I mean, to be fair to Rocker, you're right. Rocker game one has been an interesting time so far this season, but let's not discount that this Rocker team is not that bad of a squad. They just get slow starts. But I agree with you, Pat. I don't know about the the, the roster change part because that's going to be more of a what's available after major two conversation. And if there's a fit out there, they want to make a change. <laughs> but for the Seattle team right, uh, right now, if you don't win map one, you're not confident in map two. They're finding new ways to lose. And search and we'll get to that i mean they just got absolutely smoked off the first rotation here and it wasn't even close <clears throat> yeah they got smoked i mean i i said we go into the listen with minnesota rocker uh this is where they really just started Microphone to take the game needed. away oops Microphone sorry activated. this is where they really started to run away with this one they were up 100 points here so let's go into the listen with rocker and see how they sound Cars, cars, I'm so weak here. I'm go back to Marcus now. You hard play that. You too hard play that. I'm going back to Marcus. Okay, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'll play tunnel. I'm right. No, yeah, he did. He did. On new. On new. Pred. In P1. He pushed tunnel. Push tunnel. Deep push tunnel, trust. Dead? Nice. Sure, I'm, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold. Nice. Oh, dead, last time. Yeah, 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 yeah,
And that's going to do it for the listening for the Minnesota Rockets. They sound really good, man. Their small talk was there. Their energy was there. I was really impressed by the listen. I really loved uh, Dylan's comms attached. Felt like he was just kind of directing people. I liked the energy he was bringing. What would you guys think about the listening? They ran away with this one. They smoked Seattle on map number one. It wasn't even close. Uh, it just seemed like they were ahead the whole time. Like they knew exactly the game plan they wanted even before the next hill popped. And then they executed and, you know, the small talk was there, just like you said. I mean, when a team's common like that and you're up by that many points, you're just putting the other team in the blender. They just felt like they Seven. they kept track of where everyone Seven. was on the map. Seven, Seven from Mac. <laughs> Seven from Mac to kick things off as we get into the second map. This is where Mac started to play uh, a little bit better. I think everybody on Seattle just took turns uh shit in the bed to be honest yeah. with you uh, that's how th they normally do it <laughs> they have a really tough time just all frying at the same time because max started kicking up and then other players started playing bad but to go into it a little bit we kick things off with a little 1v2 from afro check this out 1v2 situation bomb down he's gonna spot sib here he's actually gonna win this gunfight big plays out of him he's actually gonna pick up this scar and i think ag he's gonna get tucked into kitchen over here he's gonna actually look at this the whole time and then at the last second AG goes to get tucked into the corner, and he gets spotted by Afro. His his elbow was sticking out, and AG gets taken down. So Minnesota Rocker, they go up big, uh, or they uh, start strong. So shout out to them, Afro, 1v2. Let me get into the next round. It's Mac in a 1v1. Cammy versus Mac. Mac's able to take him down. Fantastic plays out of him. And that was just a lot of rush plans. How'd you guys feel about the uh, about the S and D about the embassy search? Because this one went all the way down to around eleven. Very back I mean, and forth, I mean, Matt. I, well, I mean, I mean oh. Pat, I think you and I are about to say the same thing, which is like I, watching a Seattle team play search consistently. Like, and you see good embassy teams play. Like we've seen on this map, phase is a good example. We'll see in the series later. It was how much more active they are on the map. And I, I just every time I watch Seattle, and as if Pred isn't doing anything. Between A and B bomb site, like they have purely reactionary. No movement. They have no movement in their holds. Like let's say they even do get the bomb down uh, at B, like they just get flanked over and over on this map. It's just, I don't know, man. Their path and search is really, really tough. What they're 0 and 12 now. It, no, online. so they're actually, uh, they're on a nine S and D loss streak, man. The the, the CDL record is yeah, yeah overall, but but they're literally on a nine in a row loss streak at the moment. The record in the CDL is 10. So, um. They're 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 about to break records, not not the good kind of records that you want to be breaking. But but I agree with you. I just think their S and D is completely reactionary. Um, I don't think. I mean, to be honest, it looks like, to me like a lack of confidence. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, it, it obviously that <laughs> gets even worse when you're on such a loss streak. But to me, there's no fixing it. Uh, I don't think like there's a there's an adaption, a new a new game plan, anything like that. Um, I just think I think Chris has brought this up before, where it's just like the personnel on the team is just not. A cohesive SD unit. Um, and they all kind of play that way. Cause yeah, like you said, if it's if Pred's not doing something on the map, like guys are just waiting for something to happen. This map is pretty one-dimensional after looking here in my notes. It's they went B every round. This this game went to a round eleven with both teams just going B every single round. Chris, why is that? Why, how come people don't like switching it up and taking some routes, maybe taking some chances on the A side? We've seen it a couple times. Like, I know Ultra tried to do it, but you don't uh, see it often. It happened a lot in the phase game, uh, Tom. I mean, like, you, I wouldn't say this map is one-dimensional. Like, you can kind of play this. Well, we, this, we've seen this map right here in general was one-dimensional, is what I'm well, saying. This, like, they went A every, or they went B well, every single these round. Teams, these teams aren't, I mean, like I said, Seattle's not comfortable, but you can play this map. Look, you can go for the instant B plan, play your side, and force them to pinch you, mm -hmm. or... What we've seen some better teams do on this map is they actually slow play the offense, wait for teams to make mistake middle map in A Street, and then they go late A because they basically break break angles. Like you can kind of 
do a lot of cool stuff. Oh, on I this, agree but with you. Is, yeah, but yeah. That, that was pissing me off that I just saw both teams just doing the same thing every round. I mean, they were just going B every round, just trying to get across uh, from the pre-nades, trying to get the bomb down and play office. I mean, usually, it's a good Tom, strap, but go ahead, Chris. Usually, Tom, on most maps, there's just like a dominant bomb site where it's just like it takes yeah. very minimal effort to really like get over to the bomb site and like get the bomb down. So, I mean, I'm not too sure why. Um, at least yeah. in this series, no one really mixed it up. But like, you can play a lot of mind games on these maps the way the the way the bombs are because if you know a team's going to stack a certain side because it's theoretically easy, yeah. usually the other side's pretty exposed. But I mean, I mean, it just didn't happen to play that and way. This but this was I mean, a little weird too over here in this round. Waycott is the three three round. Mac tries to cross the B by himself. Doesn't even have the bomb. He just gets caught in the open. He goes down by a bunch of grenades. But everybody else from his team went over to the A side. So it's just like little things like that where I don't know what Seattle's trying to set up. Like, were they trying to set up like a like a like a decoy maybe? Like have Matt get across, make yeah, them but panic. I think that's what it was. Someone's got to throw a trophy then. Yeah, I mean, if you're not going to throw the trophy, you're going to get naded every time. Yeah. I mean, those pre nades get thrown every round. So it's just like little stuff like that. It was like, eh, you know, if you're going to do. Or you can do what uh, Shotzi did. I think I remember watching him do it. You just no, go went wide. wide. He did go wide, but you could still die from nades there. If this, I think if they get him off if and they, they get him deep yeah. enough, but you could survive it. Yeah, Shotzi finessed nades mm -hmm. when he did that by by like diving wide uh, and staying down there. But they try and cross, they go down, and then uh, we go into the next round. It was uh, another quick round again, rushing to this B site. Minnesota Rockers able to get a rush plant in the first uh, twenty seconds. Uh, and they do a good job just holding. After they get the bomb down, AG tries to make a move. They got a couple guys on the site. Uh, and they were able to take that. We tied up. Uh, we go up 5-3. Uh, you can already see uh, Seattle Surge's record right there. Online S&D record 0-11. Um, but they were able to win a couple rounds here and bring it back. They do another B rush. They get the bomb down. Typical embassy rush B. Get it down. Play off his setup. They're able to win this one. 5-4 uh, round. This is actually a really good retake from Seattle. Want to see them do this more, hopefully, in Boston. You can see Minnesota. It's a 3v3 situation. They're able to get it down. Seattle are kind of scattered right here, but this is probably around that Minnesota maybe uh, probably could have closed it out on. But we could take a look at it and see how they were retoken on. It was Mac who makes a play through mid-map. He's able to find one. Mac really kicked up in his search and destroy. He was trying to keep Seattle in this one. Uh, and then Mac, he's going to try and make a play through orange. AG comes in for a swoop. He finds one, and that's I mean, a 1v1 yeah, I mean, situation. Cammy got camera. Go back and look at number four, Tom. I mean, yeah. He actually, I don't think you, I don't think glass is even. I think, I think Pratt actually broke the glass. So we heard it, and then he got absolutely world starred. Yeah, yeah and people, yeah, the the glass. The, the, we know how it is with that glass. If teams are, are breaking it in the mid round, they could sneak through. But that right there, they didn't break it. Ben, I know you. You said you heard it all the way from Orange today when they oh, were. Yeah, yeah. Like, you hear it across the map. Yeah, so <laughs> you can see right there. You can see, uh, you know, Afro trying to make a play, maybe trying to wrap the bomb, but AG with the good reads. We end up going to around eleven, and then this is where I was just very, very confused. I mean, the bomb goes down for Seattle. I like the strategy. They end up getting picks. It's a three v four, but they could still win this with bomb down. But they just get ninja defused. They're not even looking at the bomb. Max staying in orange. He's not really moving. He's just playing a corner. Same with AG. He doesn't peek the bomb. You have Lamar, who's all the way in the back of spawn. They just don't Listen, check the bomb Tom, there. Yeah, what happened Tom, there? No, no confidence. No confidence. Zero confidence. No confidence here. Rewind that, Tom. I want to yep. watch everything from Pred and Window and back. Let's watch it through because the way this this normally works, right? You get this B bomb down. Either checking it from where number six is. As soon as Mac dies, he has top. to check, Ben. As soon as so, he dies. So here's what I think it. happens is I, I either between Lamar and Pred, one of them has to have bomb check. And I feel like Lamar backed up to go top. And there was a miscommunication with him and Pred on who needs to check bomb. Where did the where, first person, because they're 3v4 right now. Who died first and where did he die? 
He, he, died, he died early in the round. I think yeah, he might have been from a... From, he died top windows. He challenged top yeah. windows. Which is something that they shouldn't even be doing. If they're if they're working for a B post-plant strat. I mean, you don't need the challenge top window there. You just don't have mm. to challenge it. No, Cam hit it with a crazy... crazy I mean, yeah. Anywhere. I mean, Cammy did, you know, hit some nice shots. But... Now, I, you, 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 can, you, can, you can play. You just gotta... Because it actually... That top window spot is really key to catch people rotating middle. You can kind of... Play sound and also get really good angles and throw nades if you want to chill out. Listen, I'm not I'm not saying you yeah. can never challenge. I no, hate I hate like I hate when people say that because I want I want people to challenge. I want people to play no, confident. No, I've, I've watched you play. But in a round, but in a round eleven, you fuck? know, there should be some teamwork. Like there should be some teamwork here. For instance, if you want to bring up my shit, Ben, when it was yeah. London Docks on World War Two, yeah, I used yeah. to hit map every time. But who they, they I had, you. but I had people throwing yeah. pre nades for me. I had people looking over me. I had people doing stuff with me. Yeah. You know, like I don't do it by myself. If I did it by myself and died, Crowder's screaming at the top of his lungs, cooking. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He Crowder's gonna be like, "You're a moron. What are you doing? You're costing us this and that." Boom, boom, oh, boom, and he's screaming at me. To your point about top window, though, Tom, with the top window there's guy no dying, team, There's just no teamwork, is there's my no, point. No, no teamwork in around eleven. No teamwork, and someone's got to know. Look, like we're in an odd number. We take situation. We got to make sure they're not on bomb. That's either Lamar or Pred in that situation. Lamar is playing the alley. He gives it up. So Pred's got to, instead of playing stairs, there, shimmy and try and get some info. They don't. They get Ninja Tattoos on. And Seattle finding new and interesting ways once again to lose search. I think yeah. they're just overcomplicating the game plan. Like, bro, it's not they once, once they got the one before Sib even died. If Sib, if hypothetically, if Sib didn't die, they literally see that nobody's on the bomb. Mac just dives out the window, crosses, and then they just bait him on the bomb site. They literally have they have vantage point over everything. They get the bomb down, and then they just hold. Like, they're just overcomplicating it, giving away free kills. Just no, nah, they're just playing. They're just playing the map stupid. Yeah, Afro went fourteen and six to end the S and D. He's been incredible for the Minnesota Rocker. He's been uh, absolutely insane. Rocker go up 2-0. and then we go into the control, and I think we saw probably the fastest round of control we've ever seen. Uh, take a look at that scoreboard: zero and three, zero and four, one and six, one and three from the Minnesota guys on the first round. Uh, they just get pummeled in this control. I don't know what happened to Seattle. It's so weird to see Seattle do stuff like this. I think, and then and then they just constantly just they go up and down. But go ahead, Pat. No, yeah, I was just gonna say after getting like, well, they obviously lost around the eleven. They've never won around eleven, by the way. They're zero and three so far. But um, yeah, I mean, I think when they when they just get get smoked out of around eleven in a way that they lose, they just this is a this is a pure confidence team. And when they when situations like what just happened, when they don't play with confidence and they lose, I feel like they do lose full, and it gets to them. And then you see what happens like round one; they just come out and get blown out, like absolutely smoked. No one on the same page. Uh, to me, that's just kind of like a frustration round, like one that just like you know you kind of just give away because you're all just kind of pissed off at what just happened right before. Yeah. No, 100%. And we get into but I don't the... think that was the fastest control round, Tom. It was extremely fast. I mean, I don't but... know if it could get any faster than that, Pat. Yeah, but the record's at 108. One minute, Wait, eight seconds. Pat, you were fried, by the way. Is, Seattle, lost the map. Seattle, Seattle lost the round 11 and then spawned on this map and pummeled them first map, first round. Yeah. What do you mean? They they lost full and got smoked. I think you had the teams confused there for a second. You might, what I are you talking about? I think you Chris? mixed them up, Pat. I think you, 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 you mixed up the teams. You those did. were your words. You said that Seattle. My bad. Really I great. was reading a stat. My bad. You mixed up the words. You mixed up your wording, <laughs> but... I understand what you were trying to say, but you were a little faded right there. It's okay, Chris. It's okay. okay. I was reading the stack because I was looking at Serge's round 11 victory, and that's what I was I was focused on. 
No problem, bad. It's all good. They, they haven't won a round 11. They've never got a victory on round 11. That's yeah, and, and they're not at. the only team that's having trouble icing up. We'll get to the next series. Next but, series, yeah. But it's Boston, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit. See, uh, right, off the, uh, right off the bat, I haven't even really fast-forwarded this much, but Seattle, a really good breakoff. They're able to get that beat point fast. Uh, this uh, offense from them was clinical as well. They worked some pinches, take some long routes. You can see them forcing Minnesota into, like, those jewel spawns. Just trying to spread Minnesota out, trying to get some kills. I just like how, uh, how Seattle's constantly taking long routes here, trying to be annoying instead of just flooding kitchen. They try breaking through mid a few times, and that's what they do. They just get in through mid-map. I think it was Pred or somebody finds an entry here. There's only one guy on point to attach. It was Mac. Mac finds the entry. He had a fantastic map. He went absolutely crazy in this one. Yeah. Seattle's ended up uh, taking uh, the offense, and then they're able to close it out on the defense. You can see Mac 17 and 6. I think AG ended up like 26 and 10. Mac 20 and 10. Uh, we could take a look at the final scoreboard, but any final thoughts on a control, gentlemen? This was a one-way, uh, a one-way show. Seattle, they ran away with this one quick. It ended pretty fast. You know, the interesting thing about this series is Rocker actually has low-key kind of been one of the best control teams in the game, and I don't remember how the vetoes went. Uh -huh. Yeah, they're like ten and four after this. But that's like mostly on a silo, no? Uh, a silo and fortress combined. I mean, that's uh, not their nine, fault. Nine and two. Yeah, on those yeah, maps, yeah. but it, so. but it's like it's like it's but it's like one of those arbitrary stats where it's like, well, LAG is the most dominant team, but it was like if you take out Embassy Hardpoint, like it, that combo gets a lot. I different, mean, there's but. three maps in control and they're good at two of them. Like, what? Like, what do you? What's your? I think they're about? okay at fortress. I just don't think this team is in the conversation for the best. One of they, the best teams in, played, in control. They played six times. They won it four times. I would say it's pretty good. <sighs> Nikki map. I mean, it's uh, also a matchup thing. What do you want me to say, Pat? Nah. They've, been, they've been pretty good. Nah. I, just, I just don't think this team is good enough to be in the in the like one of the better teams in this mode conversation right now. I think it's just I mean, if you want to keep clear cut ultra. Control, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. No, no we can take no, a look no, at the. No, 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 because 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 bro, like they've been in so many O2 situations this year, and control has helped them out. I know Ben's in the fucking chat. I don't know if he agrees or disagrees with me, but if you want to dismiss them in control every time, go ahead. I'm not dismissing them in control. I just think this team starts extremely slow, Ben, they, and they finally regain at, at map three. But I don't think it's like the, the mode that makes them better. I just think this team starts extremely slow in almost every series they play. They didn't have so it that they, problem today, though, Pat. They started fast no, no, today. No, they didn't today. But normally, that's, I mean, that's literally the Rockers, yeah, always the Rockers issue. I will say it's normally been their issue, but we got to tip them in multiple series now. They play, what, five series? And um, since the reverse sweep from London, they've been... It seems like much better about winning the early maps and at least being competitive outside the LAG series. Yeah. They were good against FaZe and they were good against Seattle today in the beginning. You know what? You series. know what, Pat? Men lie, women lie, but stats don't, bro. Stats don't, Chris. Uh, I like that out of you. I like that out of you. <laughs> you guys are done, dude. Let's, against you. let's get into the next one. We go into a hotel hard point for the fourth map. Uh, honestly, a pretty back and forth map to kick things off. Uh, I think it was a, about a tie game when they went into the listening. So why don't we go into the listening? Uh, and see how the guys sound. And then towards the end of this one, it got pretty uh, crazy here. So let's tune in to the Seattle Surge and see how the boys were sounding as they try and uh, bring this one back. I bought a bed pinch. I ran middle, up middle, middle, middle I don't see a middle. He's square behind the circle. Behind the circle is mid. Behind the circle is running into our. I can't see him. Behind the circle, this is a circle, circle point. They're hitting me at all. One shot okay. at all. Uh, I'm sitting in the corner and I can't see it. P4, P4, P4. Two old, two old, two old. Dance is fucking dumb. Play Dance and I'm going to roll. It's two old, okay. two old. Okay, I spawn here. I'll pick up left. One was on right. P4, Lamar. One's square. Cover him, cover him, cover him, cover him. Absolute cover Square, one shot, man. Cover him, my bridge. Right side square, right side square. Cover him, my bridge. Cover him, my bridge, bro. The guy left's going to go back. Couches on me again. Couches on me again. Right side, big door. Right side, big door. Okay, okay, okay. 
I'm shot him. I shot him. I shot him. I shot him. Vance is big door. I think he's on top. Counter, 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 counter. Got me after. Counter, after. We're missing Vance. Couches can be one old, okay? Ponda me? Couches could go P4, one old. Top cat, top cat, top cat, top cat, top one deep left. He just dropped the time. I got the guy Let's go, no, Dylan. Perfect. There's fun in the kitchen. I'm holding this. I'm holding this. You can go. I'm holding back. Okay, okay, okay. This camera just came out. Time dead. He's one. He's one. Back square. Back square. Dead, 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 dead. Back square after. Somebody has to get time. I will. I will. I will. Don't worry. Somewhere there. One more there. Play slow, Mac. Okay. I'll get time. I got time. I got it. And that's going to do it for the listening. They go down on that second P1, but Seattle, you can see the rotations are in. They're able to lock down a full 60 here and bring this one all the way back. So it gets a little mixy towards the end of this one. But what did you guys think about the listening from uh, the Seattle Surge? Mm. I mean, Chris, I'm curious your thoughts. There was an average listen from Seattle, not as good as the one from yesterday where they yeah, were yesterday, like... Yesterday, they were like yeah. small talk and heavy. This, this listening felt like Lamar was the one trying to get people going. But I don't know. They seemed kind of weird today. They, I mean, it's kind of it's hard to get the comms going when like things aren't always going your favor because yeah, most of the time, and stuff. yeah, you're just calling out like where people are and like how you're dying and yeah, stuff. That's facts. And, like if the listening's yeah. always sound better if you're the one frying, you know, yeah, compared like it, to like, getting spawn trapped or something. If you take a, like if you remember smoked. like rockers listening that we like listen to, like everything was going in their favor. They were setting up like plays to like trap people and like there's just a lot more small talk going on when you have the like map control. Outside of that, you're kind of just calling out where people are and where you're going and stuff. So, but they did start to make this map interesting, Tom, down the stretch here. Yeah, then we go down the stretch. We go into the to the P4 hill. Bents he tries to call in the uh, streak, or sorry, the P5 hill, the double death kill. You can see the streak comes in. Seattle Surge is able to get in through the backside, but it's Minnesota Rocker. They don't pick up middle, or Seattle doesn't pick up middle. Minnesota Rocker is able to come through mid and uh, and pinch. You can see here Seattle not watching their pinch. They're not looking at it. Somebody has to pick up middle here. Somebody has to sit behind the behind the main desk. It's a godlike head glitch. And you can also see angles from that mid desk. You can see in into hill, you know, especially if you get there with an AR, even a sub. I mean, everybody keeps talking about how OP the sub is. You know, sit there with a sub. Play a corner. If anybody comes through arch, you can kill them. After you kill them, you can reinforce hill or watch the cross onto hill. It just seems like right here, they funnel. They blacked out. They absolutely blacked out here. Nobody picks up mid. They end up getting flanked in the back. Cami finds one. Bant with two. They get swarmed on Hill and Minnesota Rocker. They break into the front and they win the game. So great plays out of them. You guys agree with me there? I'm, I'm giving up the pitch. And they kind of blacked out round 11 they too. They blacked out. The they blacked out. Rewind, Tom. Who is? Let's see who was. Let's pick up middle there. Uh, okay. So you can see here Minnesota Rocker getting through the front. I think Seattle ends up getting in here. They end up winning some fights. And then uh, Seattle ends up breaking. You see, uh, it's Fred who comes in first. Yeah. He guys, nah, somebody comes off spawn. Where was it? Where the heck was it? Oh, I was I was behind. I passed it. I think. Yeah, it was right here. It was right here. Yeah, it. it so the streak comes down. Bant is streaking. Seattle's in hill, and AG's holding middle. You have two guys right now. You got number five watching a flank. That's Dante. AG watching hill. If anything, mm, if if man. if AG's gonna Dante. push this, yeah, they, they need to talk to each other here. Yo, I'm reinforcing hill. Pick up mid. You know, like watch our flank. They just didn't talk. They didn't communicate. They both reinforced hill. 
And, he, and he, you know, it's both of them. It's both of their faults. You know, it's a team game. They got to communicate with each other. We see this is a very common scenario on this map. If you get that bad timing and you just instantly give up, you, desk, know what? you just get benched. He also I'm just came from there, by the way. So, yeah. like, he probably just didn't read the situation. I I'm guess. also going to say this. And you guys aren't going to like this. You guys aren't going to like this at all. But, because granted, in this play, it definitely was Sib and Pred's fault. But, but, but I think that because they're playing with two guys that they just cannot count on, they think in their head, subconsciously, they got to make, they, they got to be in the situation to, to ensure that the, the hill, they had to, to flood. Well, if they're thinking like that, then that's a they're problem. Gonna, they're going to they, lose. They, 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 they should be Tom, thinking like hey, that. Tom, listen, when you play with some, when you play with people that are costing you, things start happening like that. I've seen it before on a lot of teams, on a lot of teams. I mean, if they I pick mean, up I the pinch, they arguably win that win that map. You're not wrong, but I mean, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I understand what Pat's saying as a competitor. I'll give it to you. They, you don't, they feel like they're trying to do too much. You don't, but, you don't, yeah, exactly. You don't think the people that are in the hill are going to hold it. Like, you just you overcompensate. Is that that's an extremely common scenario that happens on a hill. And you got to make sure that someone's got to pick up desk because there can always be someone in the deep route pinching middle to try and break the hill. So, you know, I feel you on that. They feel like they got to come in and hop a pop a two-piece because the game's getting close but you got to talk to make sure someone fills in i mean yeah i mean to me it comes down to just straight communication at that point i mean i don't want to like you know sugarcoat the comms there because they just both reinforced hill nobody picked up the pinch it's not like that mid arch area is not a common map where people like to pinch and make plays people do it all the time so i personally to me it was a miscommunication i won't disagree with you bad that people might feel like that they have to step up right like if, if other people are slacking pe people feel like they have to do more that has happened with a lot of teams in the past where people they try and overcompensate because they feel like they can't get anything done you know but if you get to that point as a team if that is how they how they're thinking then i think that's a problem you should never be thinking like that with your team and if you are thinking like that then you i'm know, gonna blow it up tom they might need to do something you know i actually agree before we I have a series. I want to tip a player who I think has played really well the last couple of weeks, and we haven't talked think about him at all on this show, which is Afro. I think Afro was crazy in the series, especially in the respawns. I want to give him his flowers because as his Minnesota team's kind of regained a little bit, he's yeah. been an insane sub, probably top five sub in the game. His pressure was crazy, especially in that first map. So I wanted to give props to him. He played excellent today. Yeah, Afro's I mean, been really good for them. He's been really good for Minnesota. Uh I'll, I'll give him his flowers, but at the end of the day, this guy is supposed to be the star on this team, and he yep. was he was not performing well. So um, it's good that he's finally playing as he should and 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 getting you know Rocker's money worth. But but he should have been better from the start, in my opinion. He was he supposed to be the star on this one, team. Good. I don't think he played that bad in major one, but sure. I think he also gives some props to Vance. I think Vance has massively stepped up for their team in the maps or in the series that they have been playing well because yeah. I, I we we've kind of been harping on uh cami and bants more so to step it up we already know that afro's a star and he's gonna have those pop-off maps but cami and bants uh they definitely need to step it up and bants has definitely done that for this team lately so still waiting on cami though yeah all right let's go into the to the next one excited to watch those teams play at the major but now we have another series to talk about this one got real interesting we got the boston breeds going up against the los angeles thieves we got a hydro hardpoint hotel s d fortress control hotel hardpoint ls elo search what did you guys think about the map set? Uh, well. Because this first I, I, map was not even close. I mean, Boston was able to chain a few hills early. What's what's LAT's record on this, on Hydra? I don't think it's good. It's, it's not, it's not good, but they're all, the, their problem is they're so, like, off on MSC Hardpoint that I think they're just trying to gamble. Maybe, you know, Boston's going to pick Hydra, we get a good side. Maybe it's our best shot to win. It's a really tough Hardpoint team, but. 
with with the way thieves is map poor right now they don't have a lot of options i think yeah i was gonna say i, I don't we've already said this about thieves thieves don't look like particularly good at like any map i feel like they're pretty average at like everything so it's kind of hard to tell like what direction these guys go in whenever they do their vetoes in my opinion i don't know yeah, we could get into the to the map a little bit you see uh la thieves were able to take some routes and, and get into that p2 uh, but this is kind of where things get a little bit scary. Uh, this hill, this P3 hill was uh, honestly kind of back and forth. these did a good job contesting. It was Nero who really kicked up because he started 0-7 in this map. And then he just goes on an absolute spree here. Uh, just takes down all the LATs player one by one. Just kind of runs through them. So they're able to lock down a little bit of this scrap. And you see Tony, Chef Tony. Uh, methods in the back of the spawn right now. He's already playing for that next hard point. And as soon as the hill pops... They're just going to kind of, uh, they're going to fall apart on this hill. They're going to just swarm this last guy that's here. It's Octane. And this is where they're able to chain a few hills together and just take a fat lead. Uh, they end up winning this rotation, getting a full 60, and then going into the next one. They're able to break this one. LA Thieves, they're rotated. They're playing kind of tight, uh, but they get picked. It's Methods with one, Methods with two. He picked up that Vaznev, and he was able to break onto this hill. So Chef Tony making some plays here early on. Uh, was able to get him into this hard point, and uh, Boston was able to run with this one pretty quick. Any thoughts on uh, on a map one, gentlemen? Any thoughts at all? I mean, I mean, we should we should say for this series, just to note going in, it's not about this map, but just to note, like Thieves had to win this based on how the first series went with Seattle losing and set up the opportunity for Thieves winning in, uh, and unfortunately, it kind of dropped an egg in this first map. Yeah. Uh, I want to give some props to to Vivid. Vivid's uh, probably he's one of their more high impact players because he doesn't always put up the stats, but he puts up a lot of aggression. But this map, he had himself a, yep. a a really good map. I think he was using a lot of uh, like the third AR role. Like a lot of people like to run a lot of ARs, and he was frying with it. So, um, Awakening, same guys playing playing phenomenal the entire series. And then yeah, yeah. So yep, let's tune into the Boston listening because they were able to extend their lead here. So let's tune in and see how they were sounding. I'm gonna check out to left. I'm gonna yeah, check out to left. What gets my guys? What gets my you guys? Turning now. Okay. I'm going deep left. I don't see him. Right. No, he's he's shit. Right. Top right window. Top right window. Okay, okay. okay. draws a shit rock. Red deck. Red deck. Lower door. Lower door. Okay. 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 And uh, that's gonna do it for listening. Uh, Vivid is pissing, bro. He's going crazy this map. Even in listening, you saw that two PC had to kind of break in through the front. Really good plays out of him. And then Boston was able to rotate over to the second P4. They get there early. They stay disciplined. And they lock down a lot of time here on the, on this rotation. This is how they were able to take the map number one. Pretty much a blowout in the map one. LATs came out really uh, flat. Any final thoughts on a map number one? Gentlemen, any final thoughts at all? No. Boston's I mean, just coming out hot, bro. They came out Boston, really hot. Boston have kind of fixed some of their... I mean, they were... 
kind of trolled this map a couple of times early on. This has been kind of a bread and butter for the map recently. So I think if you look at kind of how the hard points break out, if you're a good embassy team or fortress team, you probably won't play them on this map. Yeah, 34 and 19 from Vivid. So great series out of him. He had 28 non-traded kills. Uh, on the other side, everybody negative except for Octane. Octane was the only guy trying to get something going for the LA Thieves here in map number one. But now we get into the map number two. We get into a hotel search and destroy. Uh, it's good rounds from uh, from Tony here early at 0-0. He's going to start things off hot. Chef Tony, he's picking up right where he left off in a hard point. Big two-piece to close the first round. And then going into the second round, it's Tony again, who's left in a 1v2 situation. I like the play he makes here. He gets pushed up after he plants the bomb, and he just kind of stays sneaky. Octane goes down. I don't know how he got turned on right there. Good shots coming out of Nero. But check out the, the plays from Tony. He's bumping the headset here for sure. Uh, Tony. The equalizer on? I don't know. He might have some sound setting on. I don't know if Tony uses it, but right here, he's bumping the headset. He hears him running around. And, uh, and Tony, they don't spot him in bedroom. They think he's playing double death somewhere. Tony's going to get a nice little 1v2. Fantastic plays coming out of Chef Tony. Uh, Boston, they continue to work some trades through middle of the map. LA Thieves, they try and go over towards uh, towards the B side here, but it's Vivid. It's Reese Vivid who makes the play. He hears Kenny coming around the corner. No dead silence popped. He's able to find one. Last one, it's going to be Envoy, but the bomb is down, and I think uh, he ends up getting uh, killed here by Vivid Reese once again. So, actually, no, Vivid. Methods comes in for the trade on the 1v1. Big plays coming out of Tony. Let us see that. This is where LA Thieves was finally able to win a round, uh, but it was the only round. They were able to win in this one. LATs, what happened with them in the SD guys? What happened with these Same guys? Same problem they have in many searches this year and the beginning of last year. They're bad, the situational. See, they're getting blood and they don't win the 3v4s, but they get in these 3v3, 2v2, 4v3 situations and they can't close out. We were talking about it. The bedroom stuff was hilarious and thieves. We had Sam come in here during the watch party and say basically the same thing. That's been their problem all season. Well, this was one of their better maps, though, Ben. They were three and one going into this. Like it was by far their best SD map. Uh, I don't disagree with you on that, but again, they're just not playing the situations correctly. And Boston, with the speed that they have, are playing a little bit quicker. And this is how Thieves have lost a lot of SD so far this, this year. This is this I is mean, a round that Enable was talking about. He thinks LA Thieves are too stagnant here. He feels like that they trapped themselves here. Enable was saying he wants to see some some players make a play here. You know, play with a little bit of confidence. What do you guys think about this round? And Chris, sorry to cut you off. I didn't mean to cut you off there, so you can go next. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, crap, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, my me earlier, Chris. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I was going to say that the Thieves in general just, uh, they, they just start off slow this series. I mean, like, I don't map counts aside, whatever, like you said, they just weren't using their heads. Boston had full control of the series. But initially, they started off hot, and it seems like Boston ended up just using all their energy in the first two maps because um, later down the stretch, I mean, we saw a completely different Thieves team. Yeah, no, they completely turned things around. Uh, their, their timings were just off on this SD. Vivid was hitting those timings. Nero, all the Boston squad, they were, they were moving uh, pretty quickly in this one. This round, Boston up trying to do a B-rush here, and Vivid pops a big two-piece here. He actually opens things up. He had a, a, a great opening two maps to this one. He's going to jump in there. He's going to find a big two-piece. It's a 4v2 situation, and I like the bounce back from, from Boston. They end up swapping his all the way back to the A site, so they break some ankles here. You can already see Octane. He's rotating over. He thinks that they're rushing at, uh, B, but Boston keeps LA Thieves on their toes. They played this map perfectly. Really good plays out of them. They get a free bomb plant. They're able to win this round, uh, and then, of course, they close it out. Uh, in the last round because LA Thieves don't look at double desk and they get absolutely flanked by Nero. You can see him take the long route on the mini map. He goes all the way yep. around from that top side of the map 
LA Thieves is not looking at double desk. Uh, he obviously plays it pretty slow. Doesn't have dead silence. But Nero is able to open things up. Finds one. Last guy's on a, on a site. And he goes down in the Boston Breach. They go up 2-0. They start off good. Vivid 8-3. Methods 8-2. 7-3 from Nero. Boston looks really good. Everybody uh, negative from LA Thieves. They really struggled here in the first couple maps, but things changed quickly as we move on to the map number three. Any final thoughts, gentlemen, on the S&D? No, it looked, it looked like Boston was going to close this out. You know, I was thinking they were going to lock in that number one seed going to their home event, and instead I, the Mickey uh, Mouse map happened. I want to ask. I, I don't understand. Can someone just explain the Boston uh, S&D game two versus the game five? It's a different team. It's a different it, map. I mean, I mean, it's. It, I don't, I <laughs> but 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 like technically, Chris, like this was the map two in this series specifically was LA Thieves' worst S and D or best S and D, and map five was LA Thieves' worst S and D. I feel like, and this is obviously a common theme, that we get a oh, completely Sam, different team. Yeah, game two to game five. I, I mean, mean, Pat, Pat, I think it's we've talked about this a lot with Boston. I think they're a team that outside of Zin doesn't really have land wins, so. They've got to learn how to win, and and we've. But they're online kind of, right now. I I I get that, but they they get to these game fives and they crumble. They get to these adverse situations and they crumble. They got to learn how to win as a squad. I agree. I think I think when when things get uh, frantic and when things get like mixy, they they have to learn how to like make the right decisions because it seems like they just lose their head at times. And it's happened yeah. consistently. It's happened consistently now when they're like right there to winning and they just like they don't have the ice to like close it out. I feel like they should bring bring in Doug, not not to play necessarily, but like just for a confidence boost, bro. Some positivity, no, some positivity. No. Yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, you know, Pat, you know, you know, the organization <laughs> that that backs the Boston Breach. You know, those are the Patriots, and they're work, they're used to working with goats. Pat, they might need to you know send you the contract. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, I, I had a, I had a few uh, introductory convos with them, Ben, um, and obviously we're going to be in Boston <laughs> this weekend. Maybe they'll continue, but um. For them, I think you know the way their bank account was set up. Uh, three three mil over three was a little a little a little tough for them to pull off this year. Um, but it's definitely on their uh, on their whiteboard on their whiteboard going 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 forward. Ben, That's enough. Good. Well, let's get enough, into the third map a little bit. We got a fortress control. You saw on your screen, Ben gave him some gas, but Octane with a big three piece on a beat on a beat point. That's how LA Thieves was able to get those ticks, and then they're able to get out of the spawn and somehow work a couple ticks on his eight point. They just get out through maps. Boston kind of get pinned back a little bit, um, and big kills from the uh, from the thieves. Draza goes big with the knife. Kenny goes big on a point. You can see a clean wipe comes in uh, for the LA thieves, but the nades come in. All the tags fly in. Boston comes off spawn. They were able to stop this one, but a good first round for the for the thieves. You always want to get as many ticks as possible in this map because we know how dangerous that map number five uh, or map number five this map can be when you're in the when you're in the spawn trap. You can't get out. Um, so really good place from LA thieves to get some ticks on the board. Always got to count those ticks. Uh, and then we get into the to the next round. It's LA Thieves. We're able to stop Boston on a defense. Boston can't get out of their spawn. Typical fortress control. Fugues. Um, Boston hold on a defense. This one actually goes into an overtime. This was five defenses in a row. What do you guys think? Map needs to go or what? Uh, imagine a map Absolutely. where imagine a map where you're up two one or down one two and you already know you lost just because of the amount of t the sheer amount of ticks the other team got. You have to hope that for is, a miracle. You have to hope that, that you that is pathetic, bro. You have to hope you just absolutely piss slam them on the offense and just somehow like work some some points or some stacks. It's oh, even yeah. hard because like they spawn close too. Like it's not like you spawn them that far. Even if you get out of the trap or you get on a point, 
they still spawn pretty close in the backpack there where they can still flood hill after they die, you know? And then, and then actually, they put them right back in the trap. Then they go right back into the trap. When we were watching the Seattle, New York uh, control on this map where uh, Seattle, like, slammed New York on it, there was a point where I think Seattle got a wipe. Or no, no, New York. I think it was, yeah, Seattle got a wipe. And I think... Um, the like remaining players that all spawned, they spawned on P1. Like, you know, that little indent right by A, they all yeah. spawned there while the other team was in the back. Like, even if you even if you do get kills, like they don't even spawn deep, like unless you're out, they just spawn right next to the point. I, I hate this map, dude. I hate watching it. I feel like it's so it's so predictable. Like after like after like two off after you see each team play like one offense, most of the time you can pretty much guess who's going to win the map. Tom, yeah. you got to listen, Tom, I, I got a task for you time this week we i know we can't do the mickey mouse thing because your things get you know caught up we need some kind of mickey mouse-esque mickey mouse map type how about this how about this how about this weekend how about this ben when when this map comes up we all wear mickey mouse little uh head the head things like you put over your head did you get a disney world oh we're gonna need to find those i don't know how i can amazon them right now you go on you go on amazon they got them on amazon bro all right come on disney you're a disney amateur it's all good though. You can see Vivid. He's trying to get out of the spawn. They were able to get the A point, but LATs were able to hold on to this B point for the whole round. Boston, they were trying to do everything they can to try and get some kills and work a stack. But LATs wasn't letting it happen. They end up trapping Boston. They go into the overtime. LATs did a good job working those ticks, and that granted them that the defense going into the overtime. That's how they were able to win it. They get Boston spawn trapped. You can see on your mini map now. Boston can't get out. I think this was the closest opportunity where there might have been a gap. But then Draza picks up the left. He pieces him, and with 30 seconds left to go, Boston can't get out of the spawn. Typical Fortress control. All defense wins. 34 and 24 for Big Wake, but it wasn't enough. Same with Tony, 28 and 22. On the other side, Draza. Big map out of him, 31 and 25. Envoy, 34 and 33. They really started to kick up here in the control. Any final thoughts on a control? I mean, put it up for us. Tom, up for us. What Tom, will be rocking at, at Boston? <laughs> Tom, that, <laughs> that that last round that uh, where Boston had the offense and they got Omega spawn trapped is yeah. just like it's 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 just further proves my point, dude. I don't care how good you are I at the map. You, I, agree you, I don't Chris. care how many times you've won it. It gets to a point where there's only so many things you can do at times. And if you get locked in, like you lose. You're not getting out of that unless the other team holy throws. You're not you, you're not putting the game in your own hands stop playing the fucking map and start if you're if, if you're on a hot streak or you're the you feel like you're the better team play the other ones i don't care yeah like you, you actually have opportunities on all the other maps to make plays fortress is literally gambling we mm -hmm. saw it with uh the new york new york was like five and oh i don't care I, I, like dude they were five and oh and then they played seattle and it didn't matter they lost like yep. just nope. play the other maps i agree yeah, with you fortress. chris go ahead Pat. i was gonna say fortress's average ticks per rounds at like two Damn, that's not Two good. Per round, bro. Get it out, bro. Please get it out of there. Then we get into the next one. We get into a hotel hard point. This is where the LA Thieves are trying to push a game five. I really like the place here from Envoy. See, LA Thieves, they get here early. Envoy turns and burns onto Vivid. They're able to win these trades here and lock up most of this time. But take a look at that mini map, number eight. With 30, over 30 seconds to go, Envoy already takes a route and he just catches the Boston Breach off guard. He wins a kill mid. You can see him now. He starts making his move. He's going to start working towards bedroom. Going to cut across, and now he's behind Boston's setup. That's going to flip the spawns for the LA Thieves. So not only do they get most of the time here on the P2, but they also got that rotation going into P3 where they were able to build themselves a little bit of a lead. So good plays coming out of the Los Angeles Thieves. And then, of course, 
Uh, we got the listening. Let's tune in and see how the thieves are common as they were frying in this one. I always love their listenings. Let's tune in. I have mine caution. I have freezer. Hold caution left corner. Caution left corner. Hold like this. Double cat. Double cat. I hear you. I have secret. 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 Freezer. 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 Let's get some. Yeah. Yeah. One was one. I have one. Okay. You have another streak. We streak through. Yeah, I'll go right. I'll go right. I'll go right. Break through kitchen, I guess. Yeah. We get in kitchen first. Yes. 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 I'm yes. Get kitchen first. I'm going through. Try together. Try together. Try together. I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump. I think back door. Soul. Soul. Back door. Heavy. Soul. Soul. Back door. Back door. I'm trying to back door. I cannot jump this guy. I'm not doing it. He's back door right corner. I got needed. Back door right corner, Zinni. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Might be underneath the wall. Yeah. You should just live. I'll streak. I'm just hiding kitchen. We can streak. Come on. Come on. He's pushing kitchen. Hang on. I'm getting closer. Front. Yeah. Right door kitchen. I'm streaking right now. Right there, kitchen. Oh, I saw it open for you. Right, uh, one back door, kitchen. Couch is two on time. He's drinking coach. Couch is high door. I'm not going to go to the 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 door. I'm not going to go Love the streak well, usage out of Envoy there, and I also just really like the comms. I think their comms are always just fun to listen to because they just have really good small talk. They're always saying what they have, always have a plan. They're always talking to each other. Like, they do a good job having a conversation with each other. Kind of like what Clay was talking about in the interview yesterday. Remember Clay was saying he felt like yeah. Vegas got too frantic sometimes? Something that LA Thieves never worries, uh, have to worry about with them is their, their communication. They talk really, really well with each other. What did you guys think? They got the Warzone comms, bro. They were like, yo, comms, comms, like, so he can sound, yeah, so he can hear nah, like, they're footsteps. trying to sound more. Kenny's trying to <laughs> sound more. He's trying They've to... always been they good, got though. The, they got the Warzone comms. <clears throat> what happened, Pat? I was going to say that I, I thought their comms have always been good. Yeah, no, they've always had great comms. Yeah, like, just, that's just been one of their pillars of this team. Yeah, I think that's why they find a lot of success sometimes, uh, strictly because of their communication. They work really well together as a unit. And then Boston, they start bringing it back. They get a big hold on a second P2. And then they actually go massive over here on a break towards the P3. Vivid's going to find one. He's going to wait for his teammates a little bit. But Boston, they end up working a pinch over here through the back. I know Tony, he uh, ends up finding one here. Uh, finds one onto Draza, and just like that, the Boston Breach are able to break into this P3 uh, and slowly bring this one back. Uh, and then as we go over to Double Death, this is where Draza just makes the absolute play. Uh, he ends up taking a route here. He takes a route here to get the dub, kind of show you how he was able to do it. Um, or sorry, not this uh, not this hill, the next hill, the Diner Hill. Take a look at that mini map Number six, Draza. Ben, I know you saw this. Uh, this is a really good heads-up play to Draza. You only need 12 points to win. Uh, you know, take your time. You have the time to, you know, take a route uh, and work a pinch here. And I just like the route from him. He goes all the way around bedroom, flanks all the way around mid-map. And I think he picks up a big trade here on Nero. And as soon as he gets that trade, I like that he gets really aggressive, super decisive towards that hard point. They have the numbers. They work the trades. And the LATs pushes to a map can, can five. Can you back it up, Tom? Can Great route from win? Draza. Great can you route. back up to, like, five seconds before the old, old hill end? Because I'm curious, so normally what we see a lot of other teams do on this map is they make sure to kill the guy coming off old. They can't take that route, but I'm very yeah. curious to see the timing on this. Okay, so everybody backed there. up. And, yeah, Nero backed up and actually, he could have had to spawn and try and get bottom bottom apartment, but he instead went middle like couches, and so, yeah. No, it's, okay, I mean, I it's, it was a really big play from Jaza. He just, uh, he did it super quick, and nobody from Boston was looking at it. 
uh, and it led to a break for the LA Thieves. So good play out of Zach. He ends up uh, taking a nice route to solidify that dub for the LA Thieves. Envoy, again, 31 and 21. Uh, he had a rough map one, but he really kicked it up uh, going into the rest of this series. Uh, really big plays coming out of him. 23 and 21 from Kenny, 24 I, and 21 honestly, from Octane. Good map from them. I wouldn't mind just seeing Thieves just auto veto Hydro. No bullshit. Just switch to it. That's your auto veto. They're, just, they're not, but like playing Boston Embassy, I mean, they just, Thieves' SD map pool is just very shallow. I think maybe now, in retrospect, they probably should have played Embassy, but like. No, I'm just saying going forward. Statement. <laughs> what, and just just not play Hydro at all? Yeah, just for this major, bro. I have no confidence on them to win Hydro. I don't feel like they have the personnel for that map. Uh, and then we get into the map five, which uh, this map was insane. This is also the worst SND map, by the way. Is it was their record on it? They were one in five going into this. Oh, one they're, in one five. In, they're, one, they're one in five, but I will say to them on this map, like, they do a good job of getting bloods, and they just blow all the situations and bomb down. To yeah, but map. one in five, like, by far your worst. Yeah, first round, we get into it. LATs works a nice retake onto that bomb site. Good plays out of them. And then the next round, I like that they go rogue over towards the B side of the map. They show a lot of uh, presence over by this field area, throw a lot of attacks, and it kind of scatters Boston a little bit. And then they take that bomb right back to A, uh, kind of keeping Boston on their toes a, a little bit. So they get the bomb down, big plays out of them. See Tony trying to work a pinch here. Bedraza, I think he's soundhorning him. I think he can hear him. He ends up taking Tony down. 2v2 situation. Uh, Envoy, a little bit of an ego chow here. He goes rogue here. He chows. He takes Vivid off the head glitch. So really big plays coming out of Envoy. I uh, thought that chow was crazy out of him. So good chow from Envoy. Wins the fight there. Awakening by himself. Uh, LA Thieves end up going up 4-0 in this one. But uh, Ben, it was Nero who just started kicking up. They couldn't contain Nero. He started going all over the map, switching lanes. He was piecing up one by one. Uh, talk a little bit about that, Ben, about Nero and the, the difference maker he was in this one. He was the one who I felt like got them back to that round 11. Who, and then, of course, we'll talk about the party, 1v3. Who was in our watch party saying that someone had to take over like game, early game? And, like, it, you was know, Dylan. it was Dylan. It was Dylan. Dylan, Dylan kind of almost attached. to extent. Yeah, because he was saying like they, they really, it felt like they were just getting blown over and they needed a takeover player. And some of the stuff as we start watching here, from this round on, the things that Nero was doing to make this even like a winnable map for Boston was crazy. Yeah, it I like the round of, here from Draws. Go ahead, Grace. It reminds me of this one time when I played the I played one of the content creator tournaments at the beginning of the game with like Zin and Nero, and we played a BZ and Simp and like Goro Knight, and I forgot who else was their fourth in like the finals of the tournament. And literally Nero dropped like back to back like 15, like 17 kills for the dub. So I mean he definitely has it in him to like take over S and D games. He's very explosive. Yeah, but you can see well, for uh, what, Chris? Because because on the breach, it, it's for nothing. <laughs> for nothing. I mean, not wrong. Uh, and then we get into uh, the 0-4 round, the fifth round. This is where uh, Boston was finally able to do something here. Starts with Nero. He's able to find one. Methods uh, gets his trade, gets his back in that site. They got a three v two situation, um, and they were able to obviously bring this bomb towards the B side and and clutch this one up. It was actually a one v one between Kenny and Nero. Uh, and just to see how this one played out. Nero just kind of plays a corner on sight. Kenny ends up spotting him. But Nero starts bringing this one back. Big round out of him. This is where they start catching a little bit of momentum. Nero wins the 1v1. And then we get into the next round. And we got a two-piece grenade uh, coming out of Nero uh, off the rip. Got to be careful for these pre-nades on LSC, though, man. Everybody throws these pre-nades now. Uh, so you have to be careful for those. Really good nades by Nero. He's able to find two. That's a quick round as Tony finds one with a nade as well. So three, two nades, three kills. Fantastic round uh, from Boston. 
Uh, and then the next round, the 2-4 round, it's Nero again. He just finds all these uh, angles and just able to work some kills. He finds one onto Draza. Then he finds another one onto Kenny. Kenny tries pushing him up top. Uh, or sorry, Nero actually pushes Kenny yeah. out. Uh, big plays coming out of Nero as he finds two. And then he wraps the map. Big Wake finds another one. Able to put get another round on the board for the Boston Breach. Uh, but things get really interesting here as we get uh, into the 3-5 round. This is kind of where things fall apart for LA Thieves. A 1v3. A 1v3. A little curse, Ben J. What happened here yeah. with the 1v3? What the hell was LA well, Thieves doing? I think this is a classic case of the Red Dot Cheese. Sam obviously drops down from top back. They don't really know where Vivid was. He was sitting bottom. bottom. Ken gets absolutely Kentucky fried. I mean, he wasn't even point. looking at him. He wasn't yeah. even looking at him. I mean, he had no idea where he was. I don't know if uh, maybe the com the comms got a little hectic there. I mean, it's red, red dot cheese, Tom. Like that was red do? dot. That was red like, dot cheese for sure. Kenny was a little. Kenny was looking bottom pool, like the like the bottom middle area, not towards the couch. Yeah, they had no Where's... idea where he was. And yeah, I like the play from him, from Vivid here to rap. I'm going to try snaking a bomb, but Vivid able to clutch the one versus three. Now everybody's like, okay, what's going on here? We go into the 4-5 round. Check out this stun grenade from Reese Vivid. This stun was actually got like, throws it through this little narrow corner. He's going to stun two guys, make the call out, and that's where Nero, he's going to get aggressive on that stun grenade. He's going to find two. I think he ends up finding another one here as well. Um, he ends up finding a third on this bomb site. So big plays out of Nero. This guy was doing everything to get these guys to a round 11. Uh, but the round 11, we'll get into it a little bit. Uh, this is where LA Thieves was able to close it out. Is there something you thought maybe Boston should have done differently here? You think they got outplayed by Thieves? What do you think happened in this round 11? Uh, well, Reese, I think, ended up, like, peaking and making a play when he was, like, the only guy playing towards the safe site. Nero makes a really good play here. He gets all the way up to B, and he pretty much just calls that the site is open. He sneaks up to the bomb, gets it down. But after he that... rolled after they planted. Yeah, his teammates just got to, like... Stay, stay alive, alive. And, like play off him the only thing that they don't have cleared that's relatively that's relevant to the bomb site is going to be the deep right where kenny ends up playing but the rest of them like I, I just don't really know what they were doing what was right here chris the bomb goes down and i think it starts with reese when the bomb goes down reese needs to sit in that corner you can see him in the bottom of the mini map right here he's tucked in a corner with the doors closed he ends up creaking the door open and getting caught slipping on a lay flank i think right there he should just stay still just drop your yeah. controller. Bomb goes down. Give it like 10, 15 seconds because if there's any players from LA Thieves A-side, you could catch them slipping. You don't got to make a play. They do. So yeah. just sit in a corner, wait for them to make a play. After like 10, 15 seconds, you know they have to be rotating over towards the B-bomb site. Then you hit a route. You make a route, you hit the flank, or you do something, uh, yep. and you'd be a nuisance. He ends up going too soon, so he dies on a pinch from Draza. Uh, and then after that, I think it was Kenny or somebody gets picked out. It was Zinni who gets pushed up in a corner here. I don't mind the spot from Zinni, but the only problem is, is nobody had the right side of the map. They weren't even looking at yeah. it. Yeah, I, I hated the spot. It, when we were watching this, like, I did not like the spot it's, at all. That spot, that spot would literally only work in a case where, like, Kenny wasn't over there, but they just didn't have the information. Yeah. And then, like, in terms of Reese, like, Reese should have played Vivid. He should have played off Awakening's contact or Methods and, and Nero's contact and made the play to either flank or go help Awakening where where he was staying alive behind the boxes in the courtyard. He yeah. just didn't need to make And obviously, I don't, I don't think that, that spot, like, cost in the game but i think yeah i don't i don't know why he would ever want to go there like yeah well, uh, i think either like they just like they lost strategy and just did something random either way for boston they obviously trolled that last round i, I think we gotta about, i think we gotta talk about the fact that they're now zero and five in game fives um teams gotta find a way to win because they did a lot of good work in the beginning of the series and it came completely undone and even though they made this 
as to round 11, they found a new way to lose this one, which is really tough. Yeah, and then you take a look at the scoreboard. Nero 16 and 8 for the loss. So tough map out of him. Um, and then on the other side, 12 and 6 from Draza. So really good map out of, out of Draza. Zach really kicked up towards the end of the series. So good plays from LA Thieves. Good plays from, from Draza and the boys for staying composed and, and bringing this one back. <laughs> and making winners, by the way. Yo. The and making winners back. <laughs> the gif is now relevant, Ben. This is, yeah, this is Tony that round 11. Oh, that. my bad. Yeah, oh. he played well. He had a bad yeah, map he, 5. He had, he had a good series. He just he had, had a, a really he played bad map well. 5. He had a bad map for, 5. He for, played well. For our audio listeners of the chat, Pat is playing a GIF right now. Was in, I think, what, from like 2014 and 2015? Yeah. That's a classic video. On. That's a classic just, video just from dance, Tony. dancing in his bedroom. So just for our audio listeners there, that's what we're watching right now. Tony doing what he's doing, uh, fucking dancing. But if you are Boston, uh, they are the three seed still. So, you know, it's not a full L for them. You know, I'm sure they're still feeling confident going into their home series. Best of luck to Boston. Best of luck to the Los Angeles Thieves. I, I am serious though. I do think I do think Doug is gonna have to come come on board and help them on the get in the, the game fives, bro. Just instill some confidence because yeah. I feel like they're really lacking it. Yeah, we might need to get Doug on the main stage, man, hyping these guys up. But let's get to the last series. This one was nuts. We got Optic Texas going up against Atlanta Phase, Embassy Hardpoint, Embassy Search and Destroy, Hotel Control, Hotel Hardpoint, Fortress, S and D. Anything on the vetoes? I know FaZe is undefeated on that map too. Embassy and Optic yeah. tried to square up on him. What do you guys think about that? So, so let's talk about this. So uh, Optic banning Mercado kind of makes sense. Um, if you're thinking about kind of FaZe strengths. Uh, I do think though the Asilo ban out of uh, Optic was a little bit of a troll. Um, I think that map would favor you more than scoring up on FaZe on their best s map, but it didn't matter. Bruce Seaboy joining the team after a crazy period comes in with the absolute hard carry dub. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce went insane today. Even after they lost first map, I said to my child, I was like, Chad, Bruce looks different today. Like, this guy's not missing. Uh, and he continued that throughout the whole series. But Chris, Pat, what did you guys think about the vetoes? What did you guys think about the map number one before we get uh, into it? Just again. You square up on a team's best map. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the same thing. Just probably not ideal to play uh phase on embassy snd although the new optic right because it's a complete it's still it's still a different team right like they've shown some life in the snds especially on embassy versus other teams so maybe they did some research but it didn't pan out but just in general looking at the stats not a fan of that pick and then i mean dude these first two maps were just like a phase speed run like uh pat was doing the 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 doordash challenge almost had it too bro. yeah almost and it was it. looking pretty good and then uh you know pat, what you'll, happened you'll today what you happened did the later. doordash challenge you got the phase subs and Listen, they went up 2-0 and they went to go for the 3-0 and opt to come back with the reverse reverse sweep what happened pat yeah so if uh if phase would have closed out that control tom that it would have been a successful DoorDash challenge. <laughs> FaZe, FaZe would have beat the DoorDasher to my house. They would have they would have dusted Optic 3-0 before the before the, the the sub arrived. But unfortunately, um Optic managed to win the control and it didn't happen. But I'm not worried, Tom, because we're gonna do a few more of these DoorDash challenges potentially. And I was thinking about this. We might have to do them like one a day. Each of us do one a day at the That'd Boston Major. We I'm pick down. yeah, we we all pick a series. Um I'm down. Because yeah, I think um, I, I think I think some of these teams can definitely definitely pull off a successful DoorDash challenge. <clears throat> yeah, and then we could talk about the map. Everybody's saying if if Pat, they're saying if they're all spamming. Uh, but we could get into the map a little bit. I agree, Chris. This was a masterclass from Phase to kick things I off. Got an, I got an if form, Tom. 
If I didn't exist, Optic might have like four rings, five rings, but I do, Tom. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Got one. Wait, 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 Tom. I wouldn't say this is a master class or phase. I think this is still relatively okay, this close. Is what, this is, okay, this was, was a master class out of Celium, bro. Yeah, MC went crazy. Uh, we'll obviously go to the listening where he popped off. People think Sim shot bodies here. I don't know if that was a body shot or just like, I don't know what that was. Everybody was saying he shot bodies. Was that a was that a body shoot right there? Yes or no? What do you guys think? I, I don't know, bro. He, he, I mean, he, maybe if he would have had more ammo, we would have for sure known, or maybe he just tweaked. I I, it looked like he tweaked. It looked like he tweaked a little bit and just shot. But uh, I don't know. A lot of people were 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 saying he shot bodies. Personally, I I didn't even think of it when it happened. But after the series, everybody was saying they lost because of the shot bodies. <laughs> but uh, I don't know about that one. Uh, and then we get into the map a little bit. Uh, pretty back and forth map. Optic was trying to hang on. Uh, FaZe obviously chaining a few a uh, few hills early. That P3 and P4 that you just saw. It's kind of where Atlanta FaZe was able to build most of their lead. But going into the second rotation, this is where things really started getting crazy. Let's go on board with the Atlanta FaZe listening. Kasselian picks up a Vaznev and he goes on a 12 spree. Let's tune in. Right there. Right there. I'm trying to say, they're going to be orange on you. There's a... I'm trying to get top three. I'm trying to get top three. I'm trying to get top three. Yo, play test He's gonna go top bridge. He's gonna go top bridge. They shot me in a cafe. Shanti's in the back cast, too. Come on, time done. Shanti's gas. Another one. Yeah, orange is time. Another one new. Two near near. Definitely. in cafe. I'm gonna try and block. Time, where's your I'm spawning. Went back. I guess I top mail or something. I guess I got shot. 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 I I think he's far cross. 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 I have your front door now, MC. I think he's got, uh, one's going front, one's going front, one's going front. All the meat's dead. Oh, it's dead! Nice, nice, One's orange, one's orange. Oh, it's dead. Nice. I'm trying to go to the gas Yo, they're spawning P2, they're spawning P2. Yeah, they're spawning P2, I think. I can hold on the left. You can see the spree there from Celium on this P5 hard point. That builds a really big lead for Atlanta phase, and they're able to get a nice rotation over to this P2. They end up going around here. I think they get those uh, those back P4 spawns, uh, and they end up just kind of working through the back. They end up getting a big win onto, onto Bruce here uh, through the back. It was Slasher who opens things up, and FaZe was able to work around the back, get into this hard point, break in, and, uh, and close out the map number one. So they started hot. What did you guys think about the listening? Celium was going crazy. Yeah, honestly, it all started when uh, Optic started in the. <laughs> yeah, he just, I didn't even know. He just said, Ami, 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 Talking really fast. Uh, good plays coming out of MC. Phase obviously started hot, uh, but Optic really kicked up as the series went on. We'll take a look at the scoreboard dashy, right? 32 and 24. 24 uh, untraded uh, kills. He was going crazy. Then on the other side, Selium, uh, 31 and 19. Selium, uh, only one positive for FaZe, and Bruce, only one positive for Optic. Wanna, People thought that well, was a little weird. Do you guys think that's weird? No, I think it was just one of those maps uh, that doesn't happen too often. But I did want to agree with Ben. I do think I want to see Cell pull out more of the, the Vaz. 
That's what I said. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, you, I think yeah, he, yeah, he, been, he needs to pull the Vazinov out way you know, more. The, yeah, way I, more. It's funny because I always see people in my chat be like, MC can't run a sub, and I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, we can also but talk I about, you. I know, uh, you know, going into the series early, a uh, little bit of un unfortunate scenarios for Optic, but they did lose power today uh, at the offices and were unable to warm up. So that sucks for them. Not having a warm up kind of blows. Um, so, yep. you, you know, if you don't warm up, I'm sure I, I heard Shotzi talking about it a little bit, uh, in the interview, uh, but I don't want to discredit FaZe. They came out, they played really well, but keep that in mind that Optic didn't have a warm up. Um, at first when people were telling me, I thought they were saying that their power was going out mid series. The no, way, the, a, the, the way people, the office, yeah. yeah, the way people like, were saying in the chat, you, I was so confused. I thought the power was just like, like going out in the middle of the series. And but, they were, I don't know what it? was going on. But isn't Seth in the same building? And his stream was live I, the whole I time. I think the issue that was is before probably, the game. I thought. I think I think the issues are blowing the circuit. Where yeah, there's probably problem. two different circuits uh, for two different no areas. No way. And... Seth is costing the the, the Optic Texas squad for the watch party. No way. By the way, they got so much round, juice going there. In that first round, Tom. Those are really weird round. Uh, yeah. For some reason, and I'm not really quite sure why. They planned it for back alley. Yeah, I don't know he why. Planned it for back alley. Didn't play it, which is weird. They got away with that, but yeah, that MC was a little weird. MC had to do some crazy stuff to clutch his round because Austin dies and MC's got to like dolphin dive out a window and, and he barely, I mean, if you want to. Barely, I mean, after, barely literally, barely. I mean, it even looked yeah. like a defuse for a second there, but MC gets there just in time. I can pause it right before Ender gets the defuse right there. Uh, you can see MC, it's not fully up there, uh, up there yet. MC was able to melt him just before uh, he gets that defuse. So big round one. Coming out of MC. It was a good try from Ender to stick that because he didn't notice it was planted for back alley. So it was a good heads up play because he stuck that right away. He wasted no time. Um, it might have also been a good play from Ender to just lay down behind a bomb and pretend like you were defusing. And maybe MC, uh, you know, would have full chowed it. Maybe just kept your gun up. But it was a good try from Illy. He ends up going down. We go to the next round. Uh, love the trades here uh, from the FaZe boys. Um, they go crazy through the right side of the map. They work, uh, they work together. They're playing aggressive together. Uh, I loved how they were moving around this NBC uh, SND. I know their record was really good on it. This was the, this was the map where Optic, uh, you know, maybe was watching some VODs, maybe trying to counter some of Atlanta phase, but like the plays there from Abizi and Simp to get aggro. And then they end up doing the same thing on the next round. Check this out. Abizi going to get pushed onto this bomb. Uh, it's him and Simp. They're going to throw some shimmies over to this low orange side. Shotzi tries to make a play. Um, he tries running out. He gets taken down. Trades come in. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, and then Abizi, after the trades, gets on that site. He's able to get the bomb down after he kills Illy, of course. Good plays coming out of Abe as he's able to find two. Bomb goes down. MC's up top. Dash, you can't really do much. He's in a situation here where, you know, once the bomb goes down on B, he's got to check out office. Uh, his dead silence just comes in, and MC plays a little off angle. They just play their time. Good plays out of phase. Uh, and then we go into the next round. This is where MC continues to to go crazy. He's up here, top plat. He's kind of maneuvering around here. He hears him underneath him. I'm sure he's bumping that headset. He's able to find one, finds two. The headshots, uh, the headshot multiplier is insane. It's, it's wild. You die in half a bullet, half a second. MC goes big, stopping Optic there on their A push. Uh, and then we get into the next round, and it's MC again, who's able to find the first blood. So, uh, you know, obviously not trying to sound too biased here, but, I mean, he's popping off. He popped off the first map. I know he's my son, but we got to give him the gas, bro. He's 7-0. and He's popping off. He ends up uh, not even dying. He ends up 8-0 and in this round. Um, so good plays here uh, from Atlanta FaZe. As they're able to get a pretty comfortable 
uh, S&D. I mean, everything looked comfortable until the map three. That's kind of where things uh, kind of got. Please stop on this map. Other other teams in the CDL, please stop well, playing Well, in the interview, uh, in the interview after the game, ended up mentioning that he feels like he knows what happened on the second map. He knows what was going wrong for them. I mean, it was a bad blender for them. They ended up losing 6-1. I mean, hold on. That's, I That's what he said. Answer. That's what he said. That's what he said I, I, up in the I, interview. I understand the answer, but I just think for them, like, and their skill set, especially how good Anna is, like, I'd rather play in a CDL where you kind of can make dead silence plays and they just always look comfortable on this map. I don't know why you keep playing them on their best map. And that's to any other team in CDL. I'm tired of seeing these play this. I mean, I'm not going to say, I think Optic's good at this map for the most part up against most teams. But once again, like you were talking on the, in the watch party, this map can be pretty one dimensional. And usually there's not a lot of like open lanes that people can take. Usually it's pretty easy to lock down all lines of sight um, that like lead to something like a, like an actual play. So, I mean, like you said, Ben, uh, skill set wise, they can probably get better at some of these other maps where there's a little bit more uh, freedom on the map. <clears throat> yeah, no, uh, uh, I agree. It, it, it depends how the team's playing it. Like, sometimes I feel like it's one-dimensional because it's just non-stop B-rushes. Like, they just go to that B-site. Um, but I agree with you, Chris. I agree with you uh, 100%. Uh, we'll take a look at the final scoreboard here. 9-6 and six from Abizi, 9-1 from Selim. Really good map from them uh, on the other side. They struggled, but Tom, that didn't Tom last said, very long. Tom said it was a clinical... It was. Map. It was a clinical map from Atlanta phase. It was a really good map from them, but it didn't last because now we head into the control, and this is where Optic really started to kick up. This is where they started. It just looked like something in their in their brain just like clicked, uh, and I'm not sure what it was. I don't know if they had a little pep talk going. Uh, I know there's a little five minute break after the two minute uh, or after uh, the two maps. They they probably went into the break and talked to each other a little bit to try and figure out what the hell's going on. I, I Actually, um, I have a I have a source that's uh, that's actually in the uh, the optic what do you call it HQ I guess uh -huh. technically the old NV HQ. Um, I want to actually bring it up, uh, Tom, for us all to look. This is actually what they were doing uh, after they lost the map too. Uh, where are you putting it? You linking it in my oh. chat? Put it in my chat. It's on oh, it's dude, on it's on the webcam. Uh, what the hell is that? Is that? <laughs> Bro, yo, that's not right. Pat, is that Ben doing push-ups? They had to, they had to get warmed up. Hey, I like that, Ben. Up. Ben getting that work in. Ben getting that work in. You gotta go. You gotta go a little lower though. I gotta go lower. That's some bad form. Don't cast my form. Ben getting that work in, folks. Look at Ben. He's doing what he's got to do. Ben, you gotta get that butt down. You gotta get that butt down. No, you did. You got it down after the first couple. You got the butt up. Don't yeah, worry, don't. I've done dirty by the gift. Hey, Ben, okay. Ben, but I, I like it, bro. I, 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 I like the work there. I like, I like that you're getting uh, busy doing some push-ups. I've been doing them, too. I've been trying to do them in, on stream. Well, the chat cooks my form. Actually, no, now they spam W form because the chat cooked me so much. I had no choice but to go back and fix my form. So, shout out to the chat for getting us right. But let's get back into the series. Optic, we're able to work uh, on offense here. Uh, they just do a good job just slow playing kills bedroom. They're able to get a clean wipe and get a stack onto the B point. So really good plays out of them. As we go into the next offense, it was Atlanta phase. They were able to do the same thing back to them. They get that A point pretty quick. And then you can see it's a BZ who gets in behind them on uh, on this offense. He's able to find one in the spawn. Phase find one pushing through bed. And just like that, once the stacks are in, Optic have no choice but to run at them. That point's moving up quick. And Atlanta phase continues to win these fights. Uh, and they were able to run away with this offense and tied the game up at once. So big plays coming out of them. Uh, we get into uh, the 1-1 round. Optic again, work the 8 point. I like that they get the extra time. Uh, all these rounds pretty much look the same sometimes. Uh, we get into the offense. They work through mid. They work through couches. I know, Chris, you're always talking about how that lane's always open. 
Uh, you can see Abizi trying to work some kills, but it was Kyler. He gets aggressive. This is all you really need to do on offense. Just kind of play your life here. Be annoying. Get pushed up. Make them worry for you. Uh, you can see Optic. They eventually were able to constantly push this point, constantly stopping the clock. They just kept flooding bedroom and flooding mid over and over again until they got the kills. Uh, and they had a lot of time to work with as well. So good place from Optic to just be annoying, play aggressive, constantly getting the point, stop the clock. I thought they played this. Uh, I thought they played this map really well. Inderwood, some really good plays, able to find two through the middle of the map. Finds another one here. As you know, Simp melts him with the Vaznev. Uh, but he they end up winning the offense again. Uh, and then of course we go into a, another offense phase. They end up getting a really big break off here. I was talking about the breakoffs yesterday, but it happens again today. Teams are definitely gonna have to be careful here. Uh, with breakoffs and control because things can go south quick uh, and that's what happened here with uh, with optic Atlanta phase able to get two ticks uh, to start the round so uh, they didn't have to do much they just backed up they got a and they had over two minutes to play with here uh, oh actually they didn't get two ticks there that's actually, that might have been super close I, I thought they, they had they, two they, ticks there. They, ju they just missed it by like... I paused I it really... right there. They just missed it by a sliver, I guess. You can't even tell. Looks like two ticks to me. Yeah. Uh, but good plays from Optic, I guess, to, to stop them on a, on a two ticks. They get them down. Uh, they, they drain the tick town. And I think it was Simp who makes the play uh, to take a route here in the offense um, and send this to an overtime. Uh, you can see they're on this point now. They end up getting two ticks there. But take a look at that minimap. Uh, number six, it's going to be Simp. He ends up finding a route through the middle of the map. You see Optic, they're kind of funneled through bedroom right here. They're trying to play their lives, and it's kind of the route, again, that Chris is always talking about, that middle of the map where Simp is able to find a gap in the setup. Um, or actually, it wasn't there. It was right here. He does it twice, actually. So you can see he's trying to set it up. He does it two times. He takes the same route again, goes through the middle of the map, uh, gets over to this double desk here, and then he wins another entry here. I think Illy doesn't even realize he's here in the corner. Finds one. I like the play. Two dead. They only need one tick. Atlanta Phase instantly get onto that point. They're able to send this over into an overtime. And then we go back onto the overtime. Uh, the 2v, two the 2-2 two -two round where Optic was able to close it out. Gentlemen, any final thoughts on the control? Optic Texas was this able to push this to a map four. This was actually the uh, the third time all year that uh, Hotel uh, all offense won all five rounds with uh, capping both both points, all ticks. That was the first time all year? Third time, third time, oh, third, third time. time. Third time all it year. It doesn't happen often, but it, it happened here. Yeah, I was no. going to say, the, the teams that usually uh, succeed on this map were just the teams that are not afraid to hop that B point yep, when they don't have those players' bed. You should, your first contact should never be on the players' bed. It should be on the players around mid and the players towards their desk because, like I've said before, you can just force those players out. Um, you saw Huke doing it. Um, I think a couple, like like one of their first offenses where he's, he's the lone guy on the point. He's just hiding behind the block while his teammates are waiting for the people bed to peak and then they they go and trade those kills. Um, teams are, teams are going to get better at that and recognizing that like, bed is important but like hunting those players bed is so difficult it's just like you're looking for so many corners you're getting sound or you're better off like you know going around and then like isolating the players that you know are already there yeah but really big plays from optic they did that really well this round chris just constantly getting on the point i mean there was times where only one or two guys were on the point just stopping the clock and optic yep. were able to work kills and it just puts a panic into the other team and when you stack exactly. points when you get people on there and they see that point going up like you said it just kind of forces people out of spots um, so good plays out of Optic to just constantly flood that B point, stay aggressive. I heard Seth talking about it a little bit, but that's why offense is so good in control right now. Because if you are aggressive on those points and you get kills, 
All it takes is once one four dead, one three dead. Sometimes you don't even need four dead. Two or three dead, you get on the point, and you're good to go. As long as you're working together, communicating, and stacking together, uh, you should be good to go. And that's what Optic did. They got the B point, and then they go into the snake pit and, uh, and get the easy point over at A. So Optic, they're able to bring it back. We'll take a look at the final scoreboard. Abizi, 32 and 22, but it wasn't enough. On the other side, Dashy, 27 and 22, 28 and 30 from Ant. He was putting that pressure on him. I uh, see the interactions really up there. Hook 21 and 18, 19 and 22 for Millie. They were all doing their thing, all kicking up. Any final thoughts on the control before we head into the hotel hard point? This, this hard point was insane. Slasher had a rough map here. Slasher had a rough map here. Um, you know, we've we've seen a lot of players have, have rough maps today. Uh, you know, it's very up and down in this game with some players, man. It's hard to stay consistent. Uh, but, but Austin had a bad one. Was probably one of the better hard points we've seen all this, year. No, this was insane. I mean, this was such a back and forth map. I mean, even in my notes, it was so hard to figure out what the heck was even going on because I yeah. felt like both teams were just trading rotations the whole way through. Uh, but this one went all the way down to the wire. And again, oh, I, I can point out one thing. All right, go back up to the P two, real quick. The end of the P two. Got you, bro. Got you. I'm here. So we're at the end of the P two here. You can see Atlanta phase. This is kind of where they get early. BZ was trying to stay alive here. They're, they're kind of getting swarmed by that, a wall that, of green that, here. It's, it, every second matters in this map, and him dying there actually, those like six seconds end up being really big at the end of the game. There were a couple of times too, and you'll probably skip through it, where I think both teams went the hill white. Like it, the ending was so crazy that you can point to probably like three or four different plays in those situations. And the absolute difference of that or a two-piece made on this map was fucking crazy. Yeah, honestly, it was at the end of this game is where things got crazy. That's where things really started to kick up. Uh, you can see here we go into... Uh, I want to go into the to this P2 here because this is where I saw something. Optic didn't pick up the pinch here um, on this P2. This is kind of where FaZe was able to bring it back. It's little stuff like this. Like, Optic could probably win these maps easier if they... If they little things like this, you know, like picking up pinches... Um, shouldn't be a problem for them. You know, I feel like mistakes like that, they got to try and whittle them out. Shotzi actually almost goes big here. Um, but you can kind of see how it happens. A BZ, he gets in through the back. He had some cutting back. They trade this kill onto Shotzi. Uh, and then just like that, Atlanta phase. Uh, we're able to stay in this one pretty back and forth uh, the whole way through. Let's give it a... Let's go towards the end of this one because this one got crazy. Ben, you think leaving the Hill White might have cost some, some teams here? You think it might have costed a, a dub here? Well, I mean, it came down to crazy seconds and somehow MC getting gun top play at, what, 248? So, yeah, like three or four but seconds Optic here. Did the, Optic did the same exact thing here. They did the same thing going into this plat hill. A little bit of a weird spawn here. What do you guys think about this spawn? So, you see Optic, number three, it's Dashy. He spawns here. Four spawns, like, they just all spawn at different Wait, spots. At the same time, yeah, same I hate time, this yeah. shit. Um, all at the same time. So, I don't know if, like, FaZe was just too pushed up here, but I think... Most importantly, from phases, they just have to make sure they're blocking here. They're not blocking. Um, so maybe just make yeah. sure somebody's blocking the spawn here. What do you think, Chris? I feel like maybe it was a mistake here from phase. I mean, it's definitely uh, number five. So number three spawns in the uh, towards the broken hole, and then number five gets a little bit too close to the chandelier door, which spawns the uh, one of the players like towards like main, and then they're just not blocking. So that's why number one spawns there. But I mean, this hill in general. You think he um, could have stayed back though? You think Austin could have stayed in like the kitchen area? Yeah, I think I think this hill is sketchy sometimes though. Like cuz it's one of those hills where like yeah, you want to block, but like sometimes you're just like not you're not in the fight. You're blocking and you're kind of deep. You're not really in a position to help people. So you're kind of like useless and sometimes it's like a decision, right? It's like do I need to go flood the hill and help my teammates 
or do I need to block this spawn? Like, it's so hard to make that decision sometimes. So I could see why they probably didn't block the spawn at the time, but yeah. it's 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 frustrating because you 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 can't really always time the kills in your head, right? With the respawn delay and like, okay, I'm gonna stay here. He's gonna spawn now. Okay, I can go now. You'd have to have like your scoreboard put up, like pulled up yeah. to like do it perfectly. Nah, I, I agree. And then you see here going into the rotation, I heard Octane talking about it, but like, look how long this hill is white for. It's white for like almost 10 seconds here. Um, so Optic leaving the hill white a little bit. Finally, they get in there. But it was Chris. It was Simp who calls the streak in. He's 32 and 30 with two minutes in the hill. He was popping off. Streak comes down. He ends up dragging the streak to the right. So you can kind of see the trophy. Everybody's like, trophy, trophy, trophy. He did a good job keeping that streak away from the trophy to where, you know, those mm -hmm. the radius on the trophy. It's not... I think he had it like right outside the radius. Um, it was a good play from Chris. I think he, I think he waited to like see the trophy. I don't know. Can you see it in the streak? Sometimes you can. Do you just guess? No, no. There, there's times where you can. Like last second, you might be able to steer it away, and then there's times where you can't. Just really depends on the hill and like. I can't see it at all there, to be honest with you. But... So my faded or like the BO2 trophies. Do they not have a way larger radius when taking down like Hellstorm missiles? I don't remember, honestly. I I like, dude, it's been so long. But like, I mean, dude, that's the that's the cruise missile cheese. I, I mean, I, I talked about it a while back. I'm like, if t sometimes like you can like you can guess where trophies are because most people they stand on them or they stand relatively close. Yeah. So if you're able to stretch out those those cruise missiles at times, you can get some good like kills and like lucky kills because. Take, take a look at this angle, look at this angle here. Go ahead, well, Ben. Speaking of, of crazy timing. And how this kill happens. Look at MC before that, Tom. Is MC sitting in kitchen and him getting out of kitchen and, and challenging this fight? Look what the spawn, look what happens to the spawns right here, right? Because he actually killed the guy in Hill. He killed Illy in Hill. Shout out. And they all spawned where he was before in kitchen and P P3. Yeah, I mean. That's how they're able to come up and just get him off the hill at 248. I mean, yeah, they knew they were looking for one, and there was only five seconds to get the dub. So I think if MC is just looking to like be a nuisance here, I don't know. Maybe a little bit of a misplay. Um, maybe MC could have blocked no, those I'm, spawns. I'm not saying it's a misplayer now, but I'm saying just with a crazy ending like this, like yeah, I mean, optic spawn there. MC stays in kitchen, they probably win this match. I, I just think this is there. a big play from Illy here. Yeah, I just, I just think it's a really heads up play from Ender. I mean, Ender gets to on top of that wall. He's able to get an angle onto Slasher because Phase wins this game if Illy doesn't make this play. If Illy doesn't come off spawn and jump on his wall and kill Slasher, this is all over. Ender gets up there and gets on a wall, finds uh, Slasher, and then even here. Simp ends up reinforcing low instead of reinforcing hill. Um, maybe something yeah, could have... That was unfortunate. Yeah, he reinforced low. I mean, I I think here it, it, he needs to reinforce hill there because they, they're going to win yeah. the game. If anything, like, you don't need to really go anywhere else. No, nah, he's, he's dead. But he's dead if he crosses Van So Like, what do you want him to do? He was... No, he's on. saying he's, no, they should have just went up the they stairs. They should have, they they, yeah, up the based stairs. on the time they needed to win, they should have literally all just ran at the hill and yeah, like run at it. simultaneously go, go, go just back. body stacked where, it and where, made, where, make it where, so they had the shoot at everyone. I'm talking about right here. He's right here. Sim finds a kill on yeah. a pinch. That's three dead. I think everybody should just go up the stairs here and just flood the point. Yes. Just flood 100%. it. Just, just flood the point. Instead of, instead of, instead of you know, overflowing low. Okay. You also, know, did none of them go bedroom at all? Like, no, did they none of them cut right and go through bank? Yeah. Also, also, I mean, this is kind of, I guess it's hindsight, but this is just a tip for anybody looking, like, to improve, I guess, on a certain scenario in this map. If you're trying to find a nice spot to contest, you see where he kind of dived in right at the edge? You're actually hidden by those chairs, and people that get on those walls in their spawn can't see you. So it's it like you see how Slasher was tucked in the corner. If yeah. he had just been on the edge, they probably win the game because uh, he wouldn't saying. have been seen at like all. If those... He's right here in the corner. You got the chairs here. He can't be seen. 
Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. perfect. You you actually can't be seen because yeah, I've, lo I've, I've lost maps to like that in challengers where I'm like I spawn a Mac and I'm like, oh, we got to get him off and we can't see him. Mm -hmm. And it's because he's hiding behind those like chairs contesting. Yeah, no, I just think it was a really heads up play out of Italy. Great play there. Italy saved the game there for Optic. Uh, good angle from Italy. He's able to find a couple kills. And Optic Texas, we're able to get into this one uh, and, and close this map four out and send this to a map five. And you can see at the end of this one, the Optic guys got really hyped up. Uh, you could tell that meant a lot to them. The passion's there. The confidence is there. Kyler <laughs> takes a deep breath. Um, and some frustrations coming in from the face side as we go into uh, the map five. Any final thoughts, gentlemen, I before mean, we get into the map five? This one was crazy, too. I was also going to say, I can't believe Cell was one shot and baited Slash her full health. <clears throat> for that app right at the end like that was actually mind-blowing yeah if, uh yeah maybe uh some plays uh, bro, optic Tom, clutch up optic was dropping that guy bro <clears throat> dropping not once him. but oh. twice oh the you batman you're talking about dashy yeah nah dashy yeah, the batman i mean it, we it, can it, we can take a look at them yeah if uh, bruce, bruce doesn't do that in that map and they probably lose that like, oh they definitely that's, lose it they definitely lose it no question a lot of bruce to kind of yeah, let's take a look at the scoreboard here man 41 and 23 from Bruce. He had 40 plus with 4,100 damage. He was popping off. I think, how much damage did he have overall in the series? Over 13,000, didn't he? Yeah. Which is like, is that a record? I th that might be uh... a record. 13 point, 13,700 points. That might be a record, folks. And I am down. If you guys want to tune in, let's go to an, into a live listening with the uh, with the casters at the end of this uh, hard point because this was crazy. So we could tune in and listen to it real quick just in case some of you guys missed it. Let's go into a live listening and uh, and see how the caster sound in this one. It's going to be all of Optic spawning in towards the back. They need 20 seconds to force game five. The They're finding all the kills. All you have to do is hold on to one more push. But here comes the streak. Here comes the streak. Can this break open the setup? Here from Optic Texas. That's three down. Shotzi falls. That's three down. Oh. So where did the fights on the other <laughs> side of the map? Optic spawning out. Selly in the way. Gotta go. A few more points. A few more points. Atlanta. They just need a body. They just need a body. But oh. everybody falls. Optic jumps in, Jay. They get in. They get in. Optic need five seconds. Selly has to go. Selium, he's got a dolphin dive slasher here. Here come the fights and Optic Texas take it. And a photo finish at the end. Oh my God. And that's going to do it for listening with the casters. I mean, Jay, what was going through your head watching that one, man? That was probably one of the best hard points we've seen this year. What do you guys think, gentlemen? Probably the best hard point we've seen. That one was a nail. The whole way through it was back and forth. It was a, a battle to the end. Um, I yeah, thought. super entertaining. There's just so many different plays on the map that could have been made for either team to swing in their favor. And it was it was just really entertaining overall. Super entertaining to watch. Any final thoughts, guys, before we head into the map five? All righty, oh. let's move on to the map five, folks. We get into a Fortress S&D. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, man. Shotzi was making absolute plays. This guy was going insane. You can see Optic... Able to work some trades, 3v2 situation. Uh, they end up making this a 3v1 too. I think Dashy's able to pick one or somebody picked somebody here. Uh, ended up being, uh, I think, Slasher, who tries to jump in through double windows and Shotzi's not having it. They make it a 3v1 situation. They get the bomb down. Uh, Selium, he's able to get all three kills, but he just doesn't have a lot of time to work with. Um, and he ends up, uh, you know, wiping them, but they lose the round. So Optic Texas, they start off high. Then we get into the next round. Check out the ace here from Shotzi. He goes insane right here. I don't even know how he was able to do this. He the jumps red in. Dog cheese, Tom. He jumps in through double windows. He jumps down. You can see it's a 4v2 as a BZ gets a big two-piece. 
Shotzi finds one. He's able to get out of there with his life. Somehow finesses. Finds Simp. That's a two-piece from him. And then he continues to just dip and weave. They can't really keep track of where he is on a map. And then he finds a timing here. Hunt the Slasher. Catches Slasher. He's moving too quick. He's reading the B plant. Finds Slasher. Knows the last guy's on a bomb. I think he hears him stomping around there as well. And Shotzi, what a fantastic ace. He goes absolutely crazy did he, there, folks. Did he get dead silence? Did he renew his dead silence in the middle of all that? Uh, yeah, he used dead yeah, silence. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. He had dead silence on the whole time. He was making plays. He was all over yeah. the map. He goes absolutely massive. Great plays out of him. And then check this out. Off the rip. Uh, Optic, maybe teaching a little bit. Chris, did you know about these pre-nades? I mean, they're just a lineup nade. I, it, I like, haven't seen I'm, anybody I'm, throw them. I haven't seen I'm anybody sure you throw them. I'm sure you can throw nades like that on other places of the map. I, I'm assuming they just like made that. Like they like they came up with that actual nade. Yeah, it's no, nade. it was a, yeah, really, a really, good nade. really good nade. Uh, they end up getting a kill with that nade as well. And they work some trades to get the numbers again. Uh, so optic. And then right here, I thought a BZ was going to make a play here onto Bruce. But Bruce, not falling for it. Able to find one. Big plays out of Bruce. If Abizi would have won that fight back there, maybe uh, something could have happened. But Bruce, he was on point the whole series. 7-2 uh, and two from Shotzi as he jumps into the single window in the 3-0 round. Finds another first blood. He was moving, man. I mean, we got we to gotta gas this guy. Shotzi was, was doing it all in this map 5. He was he just was, being annoying. It was, Tom. But then this map got interesting because they went up 4-0 and then very quickly it became 4-4. Yeah, they went up 4-0 and I'm not sure... What happened? It started with a retake uh, from FaZe. You can see the bomb go down for, for Optic. So they do the hard part. They get the bomb down. They're working a setup here. And FaZe, they just kind of play through uh, open. They play through open. They're able to get on that bomb site. And they're just able to work some kills. You can see Shotzi. He's thinking about making a like a late flank type of play. But Abizi's reading it. He's all over it. Uh, the FaZe guys, they just kind of run through this A bomb site and retake this one. Hook is the last one up. Really not much you could do there. Uh, we get into the next round. Phase, a little bit of a B rush here. We uh, we starting to see this a lot more now. Phase, they start showing over towards this P1 side of the map. And it's uh, a BZ who gets a good grenade kill onto Shotzi, who's tucked in that corner. And then it's also uh, Hook, who gets hit with that stun grenade. We know how strong those stuns are. Good heads up play out of a BZ. He's able to find two. And Atlanta Phase are able to go uh, bring a couple rounds back. Uh, and then we go over to this round and Phase on the defense. I like the aggression here. They get aggressive on this A bomb site. They stop uh, Optic. Uh, for taking control and trying to get that plant down because that's what they've been doing uh, all map long. Uh, so they play aggressive. They work a kill as a BZ who finds one. Selium who off finds the, another one. Off the runs in the door. That's pretty funny. Selium goes nuts. Uh, luckily, Atlanta Phase was still able to clutch up this round. Yeah, Maybe a little, little bit of an overheater from, from MC. Uh, but luckily for Phase, uh, they were able to clutch this one. Brucey was going for the 1v2 clutch here. And with the way he was shooting, uh, I thought he maybe could have been able to do it. But the time wasn't on his side. He ends up getting tagged up. Simp is able to find his first kill on a map. He started off really slow in this one. And uh, and the FaZe boys slowly start to bring it back. See, in this round, uh, FaZe, they're on the offense. It's going to be Simp, who gets a little bit of a cheeky angle here. I'm not sure the spot here from Shotzi. I'm not really too sure what that spot was. Uh, but Simp was able to find him. So good eyes from Simp. Able to find one. Uh, and then the FaZe boys were able to work on to this A plant. Uh, Simp again, getting busy. But it was Slasher, who was on this bomb. He's able to find a big two-piece here. Uh, and this is where things really start getting scary. Everybody's on the edge of their seat. We're all tied up at four. We're like, what's going on this map, man? Everything's like going crazy. People are flipping out. People are throwing shit. 
Uh, and then we get over to the 4-4 round, and this was just like, this round was, I don't even, I blinked, and this round was over. It was just nothing but trades in the middle of the map. Optic got aggressive here. They just decided to challenge it on the offense. So, like, oh, screw uh, this. Let's challenge I mean, I, this. I think looking back at it, if Austin, Unlucky stays, top lineup. Map, if yeah. Austin stays top map, they win this round pretty easily. Go back and look. Number eight, Austin jumps up and hits middle. If he stays there, <laughs> he's trading the guy running out of outer, and this is like a, what? Comes a 4v2, maybe a 3v2. <clears throat> yeah, but I like the confidence from Optic uh, to hit that out. They switched it up. Instead of just playing for that A plant, uh, they switched it up and said, screw it. Let's hit him out. Let's take care of business. And that's what they did. Illy's going to jump out. Hook's going to jump out. Anything can work if you do it together as a unit, as a team. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, and then obviously, Dashy, uh, he kind of. craziest timing, bro. He got a great angle. Finds two. Yeah, that, that's just, oh, just crazy. The absolute timings that happened there in a span of like 30 seconds is just hilarious. They're like, I, this yeah. game, this game is, it's pretty funny sometimes. Yeah. I like the, like the play call big shots out of Bruce. Didn't miss any shots there. Able to take down a couple players that lined up for him. Uh, so good plays coming out of him. Uh, and then we get into the round 11, which is where Shotzi was able to move and groove and find a first blood. He's going to fail to jump here. But it doesn't matter. He spots a BZ here. Ends up falling off the wall. Doesn't want to take any chances. And it's Shotzi who makes a play through bottom. He's going to find a, a first blood on Selian. But then he ends up quickly getting traded out. Uh, I think it was a BZ. Yep. Who flies in behind him. He's going to trade him out. And then just like that. Phase. They get onto the A point. But it's Ender. You see him on the mini map. He wide chows with the snipe. Round 11. Last map. Wide chows uh, closed. Or sorry. Opened with the sniper rifle. And... Chris, is that a misplant from FaZe? Like, can, uh, you, can you can you not be seen from both open and close? Is there a way we could plant and no, not be seen? You, or? you have you're you're seen from either or because great play. Uh, or round the, ten, not round eleven. Is. Round ten, excuse me. Round ten, last hear, round, hello. last round. Yeah, here you go ahead, Chris. Okay, go sorry. Ahead. Um, yeah, you have to plan. You're always going to be seen from one or the other. I think he's planning for open, and no one is watching it. So, I mean, I can't see where he's on the bomb, but I'm going to assume. He's not planning for close. Yeah, I think cause... he was planning on the backside, and Ender probably took his shoulder off or something. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you're planning on the backside, like, you're always going to be exposed from one or the other. So maybe there's just some miscommunication or mm -hmm. they just fumbled it because, I mean, I said this I said this a while back when we were watching, like, Florida play. I'm like, bro, it's the game. The map's not complicated. If you're going to work this A-bomb site, you yeah. just plant for a side and you cover the side, and then that's it. Yeah. yeah like, they, did, they didn't cover it. They let the guy peek out for free, and yeah. Yeah, sorry, I know I was bomb. saying uh, round 11, but it was a round 10. Um, excuse me. But Optic, last round, able to close it out. Love the place from Illy to get aggro with the snipe. Get him off the bomb. As soon as he stops that bomb plant, it was already looking good for Optic Texas. They take the reverse sweep against Atlanta phase. What are you guys' final thoughts on the series? Back-to-back -back reverse sweeps to end the day. It was fun. It was really I think, fun. Uh, I think the funniest part about this series, if we want to start taking a look at the bracket, Great is... Match, uh, man. The team that won this series, in this case, was Optic. They ended up getting first seed, and I think whoever lost is me at six seed. But uh -huh. if you want to transition the bracket, you know, you can argue that by getting first seed, it puts you, even though you get that veto advantage, it puts you probably on the harder side of the bracket, having to play up against an LA Thieves team that we probably haven't seen the best of so far. And obviously, uh, a lot more. It's often a different team on land. Yo, Pat, what are your final thoughts on the uh, Phase Optic series? Uh, Tom, I'm actually I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. I'm actually really glad that FaZe lost this one. Um, I'll tell you why, because this means they got it out the way, Tom. They got it out the way. 
Like they, they lost? Optic, yeah, Optic went. Optic got all their tricks. They, they used everything they had to get this win. And I think we saw, you know, what FaZe is capable of, map one and two. And so for me, uh, I'm not worried at all. I'm still very confident on my FaZe. Major two champions will obviously be there in a week. We'll be watching live from Boston. And uh, yeah, I mean, looking at this bracket, Tom, I mean, it looks it looks really, really prime because I don't mm -hmm. I don't see a way that that optics going to be able to beat the, the New York subliners on land. So um, yeah, I uh, I'm feeling really confident. And I think I think FaZe played well today. Just a unfortunate circumstances map three and four um but yeah well, uh, tom it's it's not too big of a loss in my opinion still a great position for the atlanta face well thank you for your insight pat we uh really appreciate it i thought <laughs> optic, i thought optic played good today i thought it was a good bounce back from them they just clutched up they outplayed them in the last three I, maps i thought uh i thought maybe they came out a little flat but i thought it was a pretty back and forth series i thought the whole way through was just a nail biter so it was fun been. to watch yeah um I got a question for you. The last event at Raleigh, we we, we we did a bet. I have another bet for you. This is a this is a big one though, Ben. I'm I'm curious to see if you'll take it. Yeah. I my bet. Still haven't paid out for the last one, by the way. Listen, yeah, listen you didn't yeah. pay out for the last bet, Pat. Ben's capping. Don't let Ben cap. Listen, Ben, five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. That phase win the event. Yeah. If phase win. You have to shave your head. If they don't win, then you get five hundred dollars. Ben, you down? Should I do it, Chat, Should I do it? Oh my god, bro. there's no way, bro. There's no way you're taking this. If Faze win, you gotta shave. I'm not talking about with Clippers. I'm talking. We'll do Clippers first, but then you gotta go full I, like we're I think, razoring. I think. I think I gotta do it right. Fuck it. If Faze you know? win, what exactly? The whole thing. The whole, the whole tournament, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and if it. they don't win the whole tournament, Ben, you're shaving your head clean. Wait, if they don't win the tournament? No, no, no. no. If if they, I'm saying Faze will win, so you're taking the other side. Yeah. And, I, I'll and I'll I'm, if they my, if they I'll don't win, you have to fully and no hats, oh, Ben. No okay, hats. Okay, like, okay, okay, okay. Like you gotta you gotta be bald as it grows out. Mister <laughs> Mister Clean, Mister Clean. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> Fine, fuck it, let's do it. No way, ladies and gentlemen. Lock it in. Oh shit. Are we locking this in, folks? Are we locking it in? Wait, so how much money does he get if he wins? Five hundred. Five hundred after this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen. If Atlanta Faze do not win the Boston Major, Ben gets five hundred dollars. If they do win the Boston Major, Ben will be shaving his head bald. Lock it in right now. I'm gonna have to get my my head shaved bald live on stream too. We're gonna have to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have down, to do it live I'm on down, stream. Bro, yeah, I'm down, I'm down for show. That will be uh interesting to tune into. That'll be uh really cool. So we'll see what happens. Good little bet going on between the Slayer and Ben Genesine, but let's get into predictions. Optic LA Thieves first matchup. Um, ooh man, this is tough. I feel like thieves get better on land. Um. We are we do we really want to sit here and pick all the matches right now? Cause nah, like you know, nah, we we will just do the top the winners bracket. Yeah, we'll do the winners no, bracket. I'm, I'm saying okay. We don't need to get map count. Let's just go down the list. We'll do we'll do optic, New York, Toronto, phase. Those are my winners for the round one. Who do you guys got? Pat, you go. Um Optic, New York, Ultra, Face. Okay, so exactly what I said. Same. Yeah. You got the same as me, Slayer. Who do you got, Chris? 
Uh, same as y'all, man. Optic New York Ultra Phase. Yeah, this one's tough, Tom. This 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 is gonna be a tough one because like all these matchups, there's like in my opinion, like a clear favorite almost. Uh, what? The, well, the, the I don't I don't know about that. It's land. I mean, anything can happen bro, at land. Bro, Ben, Ben, which series right here isn't a clear favorite? I think you you favor NYSL you're, over you're Rocker. A rocker hater, bro. Like that. Bro, what are you hard. saying? They this look. Is a, they look. This wait, is a ten out of ten. Rocker favorite. looked pretty good in the first stage as well online. Like what? New York are the champions. You you what? Am, you're not gonna root against the champions? I am bro. picking Rocker to go ahead and win that matchup. Ben is going to be bald, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, there's <laughs> clear favorites in every single one of these series. I don't think Breach can ever be considered a favorite against FaZe. Ultra, we saw what happened when they got their hands on the Gorillas. Like Chris said, New York's literally the champions. And with how these have been playing, I, I, don't, I don't have any faith in them being optics. So I think these, this, these first matches are, are clear favorites. And it gets interesting after that. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, Ben, who do you got? So, I mean, I think uh, Optic Thieves is an interesting one. I, right now, I'll pick Optic, but with time, I feel like Thieves might have a real shot in this series. I'm picking Rocker over New York. I think Pat especially is a Rocker Re hater. Real quick, Ben, not to interrupt you. NYSL 7-2 all-time against Rocker. Just I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not a Rocker hater, and they have been playing better, but it's just the New York Subliners. I feel like they've just been on point. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I, I, I think New York's vulnerable in search. Rocker can take map one. 2-0, a little bit of noise in the crowd. I, this could get very interesting. I, I like Rocker's ability at the end of deep wait, series like this to get something done. Wait, Ben, just to clarify, um, since Chris did bring it up, Mr. Clean, that means beard too. Uh, I mean, yeah, fuck it. Oh, let's wait, go. Beard too? You're doing the beard Hairless too? Even better? Yo, yo, hair grows back, Tom. Hair grows back. It does grow back, but damn, son. Like, damn. Beard know, it's, it's, Q, it's Q ball Ben if face win the event. Well, uh, listen, uh, listen, I'm going to do it on stream. It's going to be lit if it happens. I don't think, though, I have FaZe winning this. I think I have Toronto winning this, to be honest. I think Toronto's going to be LG. And Boston FaZe is going to be a Game 5 banger in which Boston once again throws. Why do you think that's going to go Game 5? I feel like that's just not going to go Game 5. I think that's going to be a FaZe smoke show. Listen, Boston's going to have the crowd behind them. It's going to be a lit series. That Boston team is pretty good and hard point. I think they're going to give FaZe a lot of trouble. But I cannot trust Boston to win a game five, even in front of that crowd. All right. So we're, we're locked in, though. Hair hair on the head, beard, stash, and no hat until it grows back out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are right. locked in, ready to go. Benjay, why don't you sink a putt and get us out of here? It's Sunday. We're going into the Boston Major. I need you to sink this putt because I got I you gonna... making it. I got Benjay Nassim sinking this with class. I ladies can't wait and to gentlemen. See, I can't wait to see Ben sink putts bald. No way, bro. No way, ladies and gentlemen. Will Ben be bald by the end of the Boston Major? Stay tuned. Ben J, stepping up with the slippers, getting right into it, and he flips off the camera after sinking a putt. This guy, Ben J, is a menace. We don't, step up, we don't step up and take any hesitation more on these putts. He's a menace. He's, he's a menace. Curry at the free throw line just, now, bro. We just hit him, bro. <laughs> he's an absolute menace, ladies and gentlemen. But hey, guys, uh, next time you'll be seeing us, we'll be live at the major, at the venue. Uh, we're going to be doing watch parties. We're going to be doing shows uh, all weekend long. Same as last time, man. Probably won't be looking at gameplay or anything, but we'll, we'll go over the matches and give our thoughts, and it's going to be fun because it is major time. Back to lame. It all comes down to this. This is what all the guys play for. And it's going to be cold as hell. And it's going to be cold as balls. It's going to be cold as balls, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? We're going to have a good time. I'm excited for it. Boston's an incredible uh, city. 
Uh, and I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get in there and uh, and get busy. You know, so we'll go over there. We'll do what we got to do in Boston. But make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Get that FM slash the flank to check out all the other sites that we're on. Go to at the flank on Twitter. Uh, Gersh doing a phenomenal job running socials as always. So make sure to go show some love to Gersh over there. Um, and as always, guys, take care, brush your hair, and we'll see you guys in Boston live at the Major, man. Excited for it. Can't wait. You guys have a good night. Peace out. Peace, peace. Peace.